The following podcast is brought to you by Lead Shadow Burners. We have lost objective Foxtrot. Oh man, I can't get my character up to level. This is just too damn difficult. Hey man, you should really try out uh, Laid Shadow Boners. Laid Shadow Boners? Yeah, it's it's like the greatest. You can just go online and, and download it on your phone. It's the erotic RPG you can feel through your phone. Before this, I felt nothing when I played my games. All I did was feel the thrill of going through intricate stories, trying to create cool characters, and having intricate conversations with NPCs that aren't real, but feel real because they're so well written. But now, I can really feel the erotic pleasure from my game. All I do is open up the app, go in, and it's like I'm a druid elf princess in the forests of Filiamore. It's just awesome. I love it. And you know what's even cooler? You can even get these awesome cards that give you cool abilities like this one. Holy shit, is that? Yeah, that's right. The myth and the legend, Ron Jeremy in his prime before his dick went tits up and started bending like a freaking banana. Whoa, man, I have got to get me some laid shadow boners. Everyone should be playing laid shadow boners, but don't do it in public. They'll kick you off the bus. The Geek Out Heroes are not sponsored. In fact, they don't give a shit about sponsors. They don't do this for them. They do this for you. Just saw an article, uh, second season of Demon Slayer starts on the 5th of December. Is it dubbed or is, or is that is that the subbed? Because I, I have to wait for the the dub well I can't, I can't watch inosuke any other way now the uh <laughs> so the link is in english but the article's in japanese so i'm assuming that's gonna be for subs yeah so yeah i'll uh i'll wait until the yeah, dub is done because how not to be how not to summon a demon lord came out back in uh i believe june was when the final episode aired for this season and they're still catching up for the subs. Uh, yeah. Sorry. The, the dubs. Thanks. Um, by the way, I'm recording miles <laughs> just cause he brought that up. Uh, as am I. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. As of two seconds ago, as of two seconds ago. Yeah. So, uh, and I'll probably just throw this in there just cause we're talking about, it. uh, yeah. And then uh, Tensura, that uh, that that apparently that aired earlier this this year too. So uh, they're just catching up. I was glad to hear about the movie, but at the same time, I was like, oh, that means we're not going to get a, a finality to the season, <laughs> more than likely, um, unless 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 the movie is specifically to wrap up the story. From my understanding, the uh, the source material goes on quite a bit longer. Mm-hmm. So they might just be trying to do like a movie to wrap up like a bunch of stuff. All oh, once. it could be. Well, it also could be to explain the where the that spirit uh, comes into play. The one that tried to kiss him. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I have a feeling that has to do with. I have, I think that has to do with the the hero of the past, like from the past. Yeah. Like I think there's some some time travel summoning nonsense going on <laughs> because of that i could see it because um, because of, of how like because of how like that one guy brought uh shit what's her name uh from world war ii like you know you know what i'm talking about yeah i can't that, that 
that we all thought was going to be the hero and turns out she's like nope i was i was saved by her and i've just been inhabited by the spirit the entire time so i've lived forever yeah i can't remember her name um yeah but uh there always seemed like some kind of weird convoluted stuff like at first when they talked about the hero i thought like and they showed off the girl who ends up facing uh rimuru out in the field yeah uh, haneta um when they showed her i thought she was the hero first i was like holy shit you're still alive right (laughs) and i was like oh no it's 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 her so like maybe there's something to do with that i don't know it's all i haven't haven't looked up any of the uh the manga because i don't want to be like i don't want to know the whole story (laughs) going in in case it's different the only thing i know is i guess the uh the light novels is i guess the series is like 30 books deep damn so yeah you were saying the other day when uh when you posted our article you're like oh man i hope this means we get more season two i'm like i'm pretty sure they got a lot of more source material to burn. that's good to hear I'm um, hoping, if anything, maybe with the movie, they'll burn up all this political stuff that they're doing. Yeah. All at once. Like the, the, the <laughs> negotiations episodes are driving me insane. Like the fact that they've had three episodes that have simply have essentially accomplished the same thing over and over again. Of mm-hmm. yes, we will all support you. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah fucking move on by now we we get it you didn't want to support him at first and now you do (laughs) this like it will at least it's coming toward like it's coming after a bunch of action like it's not like star wars and 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 (laughs) in the phantom menace where it starts out with peace negotiations and you're like i don't care about this yeah because that's why i watch star wars oh man could you imagine that like (laughs) The next Star Wars animated series is all about fucking politicians. Oh, God. You know, the funny thing is, is I guarantee you there's a group of fans that would go apeshit for it. Of course there are, Josiah. You exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mr. NPC. Mr. Mr. NPC. (laughs) Our original epic NPC, man. (laughs) <laughs> dude have you watched their D? yes the uh npc D? god man i love it so funny the the most recent one miles and i were losing our shit <laughs> he fucking jumps off that when he jumped off that boat i was like what the fuck just happened <laughs> oh man hello are you recording yet all yeah, right thanks um <laughs> Miles, do you have a real? I didn't do it. Do you have you. a real fake fact? I'm selling saying I, thank you out of appreciation for the group, but if you don't want it, you can always get the fuck off. Fine, <laughs> Mike. Fine. <laughs> God damn it! Your hostility lately. Fuck. <laughs> don't want none. Won't be none. <laughs> I don't have this one marked off my list yet, so I'm assuming I haven't done it. All right. Real fake fact. Storm from X-Men is actually a koala. <laughs> what? <laughs> My eyes just got really, really big. They control the weather. <laughs> this is new. She does what? control because she controls the weather. Yeah. She's either a koala 
or Pudge the Fish. <laughs> has, has anybody made Pudge a, a sandwich recently? I feel like we need to move on from summer. <laughs> Do you right. know what tuna is? <laughs> fish? It's fish! <laughs> Just so you guys know, I, this episode, I'm naming this episode Like the Band. Like the band? Yeah, it's the episode 311. <laughs> like the band. Is it really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I love 311. Uh, which means I'm going to have to I'm going to have to end it with them. Oh yeah. Um, obviously. <laughs> That's happening. So, so. Is, is the next one going to be 312 to Yuma? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the 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 one previously would be 310 to Yuma. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, fuck that. It's right. like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I wish I had thought about it last week because I totally would have done that. <laughs> when it gets to three sixteen, I'm gonna say John has nothing to do with this. John, yeah, John three sixteen. Oh, when we get to three fourteen, <laughs> you should just call it. I love pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> I thought 316 for a second. I was like, are you going to like open up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, or <laughs> which, by the way, I forgot how much like after our conversation about wrestling the other night. Yeah, I was I was just like, damn, I really missed that shit. Believe it or not. You know what? What's really funny is after that conversation, I forgot how much I actually remembered about wrestling. Yeah, same here. <laughs> about the WWF and the, WWE. Yeah, dude. Same here. I mean, I stopped watching when we were like in high school. Man soaps. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Man soap yeah. opera. Yeah, but all the entertaining people quit. So that's you know what, though? Or died. Or died. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. Or mostly in management. Right. Like Raw or like Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah, they went well, on. I, to I, other I quit watching after uh, Stone Cold and The Rock left. Yeah, I, I, I think um, it was also like I think thirteen when that happened. Yeah, I well was, they so. they I come back. Of, I mean, uh, Dwayne Johnson comes back like every year. Well, he, yeah, he I mean, came like, back recently for WrestleMania, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I quit watching consistently. Uh, when yeah, they I, oh, I got you. Yeah, I was kind of those daily stuff. Were, yeah, because those were really the only two left that I still liked. I got you. Because I mean, I. You know, I, I'm younger than you guys, but not by that much. So I, I grew up with, you know, Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan. And you oh, know, yeah, I really liked it back those then. Those are the ones I grew up with, too, yeah. And then I still remember in, uh, I think it was college, when the WWF stopped being the WWF and it turned into the WWE. And because of fucking uh, uh, the World, what was it, the World Wildlife uh, Foundation? Federation, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is funny because they've both been around for so fucking long. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, honestly. All right. I, I don't think anybody's confusing your animals as wrestlers, but whatever. If somebody's jumping in, somebody's jumping into a pen with a panda. Uh. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, actually, we should start the podcast because I uh, there's actually some that last uh, was it uh, Dark Side of the Ring by Vice, that yeah. documentary actually stirred up a lot of shit. All right. Well, let's get into this. In 2011. A crack podcast unit was sent to Colorado Springs by a cord of snowflakes for being too good for the rest of the world. These men, and sometimes ladies, promptly escaped from a world of monotony to the podcasting underground. Today, still wanted by the SJWs of the world, they survive as podcasters of no fortune. But, if you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen 
to the Geek Out Heroes. Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Miles. This is Loach. All right. And listeners, since you've heard part of this conversation, we've been talking about wrestling of all things. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still really You guys big, don't though. know it's how really geeky funny. we are. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> we don't even know. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, I mean, like, like I said, dude, we were talking about it, what was it, a couple nights ago, you and me. And I know Jesse... Mm-hmm. If Jesse's going to listen. Oh, it's brought up because of uh, my dad's friend, Eric. Right. That's right. He'd started bringing up some old wrestlers and we were, we were, we were bringing up like different stories and stuff like that. And you had brought up dark side of the ring and we had talked about that. And I talked about uh, some of the other documentaries that I had seen. Yeah. They've had a lot of shit go down. (laughs) God (laughs) damn. That, that like just, we, we were talking about like, uh, cause I talked about the documentary about the guy who was uh, Dwayne John, one of Dwayne Johnson's best friends who had almost gotten himself killed uh in the ring and caused a lot of uh like turnover or like not really turnover but a lot of change uh within the industry but uh oh yeah there's like yeah just tons and tons of stuff oh dude they they've had their asses i mean their their drama does not stop outside right you know inside that ring It, it it goes outside there a lot like you know you had that whole thing with uh what's that dude's name chris benoit Balls. The guy who killed Sorry. his family, <laughs> Chris Benoit Balls. <laughs> Sorry, not respectful at all. Listeners, he's dead. Uh, um, no, that was that was actually like that was that was a really messed up story. That whole thing was crazy. Yeah, um, but then like the one I just recently watched was about it's called the plane ride from hell. Yeah, and I guess they did this European tour or something, and I get you know everybody on the flight was like coked out drunk because they they hire these private charter planes um mm-hmm. to fly around everybody you know into the and it's not i'm not talking like a smaller plane it's like a boeing 737 and it's a private party plane basically like a private yeah. sporting and uh i guess like rick flair did some shit to one of the stewardess and ever since this thing posted he's been Removed from the WWE, the Hall of Fame, the all anything that's shown remind you know in remembrance of him is gone now. The, he was I guess he was in the intro to the you know one of their shows. He's been removed. Like it's, yeah, not to pile on or anything like that. It's Rick a Flair, I was start. not really a big fan of, and he always came came across as like I a sleaze bag to me. But I didn't care for him. He wasn't one of my like I said. I I grew. I like the only thing he was known for for me was just the. Like the, the yeah, he's the nature boy. Yeah, the nature boy thing. Two claps and a Ric Flair. (laughs) Two claps and a Ric Flair. (laughs) But like, I guess like a lot of people who are on that flight are just catching hell now since this documentary aired. You know what's surprising is the fact like it's like stuff like this is just now catching on. Even though that there were plenty of documentaries that talked about a lot of this stuff in the past. I mean, if you ever heard uh, the if you ever watched the documentary that talked about uh, China. Like in her. Oh, her dude, whole, that chick got fucking her, her whole experience in that place. I mean, they that place not deep. only not only did that did that place fucking they ruined ruin, her kind of kind of ruin her her life. It really did fuck up her like entire mental state. 
Oh, dude, like they, that, the WWE they made just her, fucking ruined They made her <laughs> do things that, like, it, it just, like, it made, it made her feel fucking dehumanized. Yeah. And, I, you know, le- leaving the WWE, like, not saying she made great choices after that, leaving the WWE for, for pornography was probably the worst choice mentally for her <laughs> right. in the world. But, um. Well, she didn't start in porn. She ended up. She ended up getting into porn because a sex tape of hers got released or some shit. Yeah, it was the yeah. one. It was the one when she was dating uh, another wrestler, right? Yeah, I can't remember his freaking name. I but can't was, they, either. They literally, literally went to uh, China together, and they, they they had had a you know done a sex tape uh, together, and he released it. That's right. Yeah. He just gave it away, and uh, at the time, like. The only thing, the only thing she had done before that was, uh, she, she had been in Playboy, I guess. Uh, but, uh, that was like, that was one of those things that like, she, like, if you heard like her story, it's fucking sad. Like that, that is easily one of the most depressing stories I've ever heard in, in any of, uh, wrestling. I was just like, man, like that's the kind of thing, like, even though they, Granted, you you listen to her talk about stuff, and she sounds kind of crazy. But when you hear about the things that happened to her, you go, "Oh my gosh!" Like I actually feel terrible for you. Yeah, and I, I guess for like the longest time, their healthcare system was just it treated them like garbage. Oh, they treated them like shit. They were they were basically like, what cow- was it? I mean, I, Josiah might be able to help <laughs> me out. Who was it that fell off the cage? Mankind, Mankind. and he got he, fucked. He was up. he was freaking ostracized by fucked uh, by, up. Both like, res- or both wrestling uh, companies at the time. Who Mick Foley? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Nick Foley. He he was mankind. Leather, and had the leather cactus mask. Jack for the longest yeah. time. Yeah, had uh, yeah. went through like four different characters. Did the yeah. uh, did the Sako thing for like yeah. <laughs> right? I remember Sako. Holy shit! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he but would he, he would he'd pull out Sako and then shove it in the dude's mouth. Yeah, he was <laughs> one of the, he was one of those guys where they they were, they like they refused to give him any kind of headlining or anything like that, even he, though he consistently did anything that they wanted, which is, I think why he ended up going through like four different characters Yeah, just to try and, Oh, well, all right, well, this one's not getting me any kind of headlines. So screw right. try another one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a grueling ass process to be like, I mean, granted it's all scripted and that's just a well-known fact. It's scripted. It's, we know it's a male soap opera and that's, that's what it is, and you take it for yeah, listeners. Game. It's scripted, but if you if you don't think those guys hurt themselves, oh no, they fuck each oh. other up. Ooh, no, they fuck <laughs> they, each other up. They, they they hurt themselves about as bad as as stunt people do, and they don't. And football use player, I yeah, I I look at it as like they're like stunt people and you know football player, you know, because it's the consistent hitting, it's the consistent abuse that's part, on their that's body. Partly how they've gotten away with it for so long is the the W. So like the W. Miles is laughing. Why are you laughing, Miles? I'm just like it's like Cirque du Soleil, except it's Cirque du Slam. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're not wrong. Yeah, You're so not. listeners, in case you're curious, like why they why they've been able to get away with this stuff for so long is because uh, for the longest time, WWF and I think it was the e- was the ECW. Back in the day, I can't remember. Oh, dude, there was ECW. There was uh, no. Um, I think you're thinking of uh, NWO. Who's the one that Goldberg was with? NWO. NWO. Okay. Well, right, Josiah, you're gonna have to help me, man. It's been so long. I don't know why you guys are trying to lean on me for this. I I remember about as much as you guys do. Okay, well, 
I'm gonna say it was there was. You NWO. were younger. We figured your memory. Would be yeah, that's true. You, right. You know, went through this, and you actually liked wrestling more than we did. No, uh, no. See, I, I probably they were your NPCs. <laughs> I probably <laughs> did, but uh, a, a good chunk of my job requires me to work with uh, PVC glue. Yeah, and uh, that stuff tickles your brain real nice, but uh, it's stupid. It, <laughs> it kind of destroys some things in the process, so I, so, I think it's destroyed my uh, my wrestling knowledge. So there was like there was like WCW Nitro, there was NWO for a long time, ECW. There's a new one that you just yeah, I can't, eat. I can't remember. I still re- I, I remember when there know, was I, NXT. I think, was, I think I was in college when Goldberg, the federation that was with Goldberg. I want to say he was WWF. NWO. Yeah. Yeah. Got absorbed into the, the WWF. And I remember being in college I'm, I'm and I hadn't been watching wrestling for like 10 years. And he was the only wrestler that I really kind of liked because he was, he was so freaking cool. And like, I loved the spear tackle, even though it was fucking brutal to watch. Uh, Dude, Goldberg was a badass. He was fun yeah, as hell but, too. But, uh, like off but stage, the yeah, I still remember that happening. And I went, I went, what? Like, I lost my freaking mind. I was like, what just happened? I do remember a lot of crossover like a, I became like a 14-year-old again for like two seconds. Right. Um, Um, No, the only only one I really remember was, uh, who who was the guy who painted himself up like the crow? Oh, Oh, Sting. Sting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was one where he ended up sitting in the crowd with a a mask of his own face. And then he hits the dude with a baseball bat and <laughs> right. pulls the mask off. Yeah. It's just his face <laughs> under yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, they they fuck each other up. Like, they yeah. really hurt. Because the way they got away with it in the WWF and WWE is that they were labeled entertainers. They weren't uh, No, labeled. no, they were labeled as stuntmen. Oh, uh, see, I heard different. I heard it was because they were labeled entertainers. No, they had to be labeled as stuntmen for uh, insurance purposes. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, yeah. Li- uh, what, what is called a li- or live action? Yeah, uh, stunt stunt performers. Uh, okay. So like ba- basically like stage like stage play. Uh, stunt uh, okay. That's how they're fair that's enough, how they're that's how they were labeled for the longest time in it. But the, the difference is that they, they weren't using any of the precautions that are taken with with that position and what that well, union dude, is supposed gotta, to look after. Yeah. So, and if they were part of any type of union or anything like that back in the day, dude, you know what I mean? There wouldn't be anything. No. I mean, those half those guys were coked up. They were on steroids while they were coked up and drinking in the... St- I mean, they those oh, guys yeah. were, like, self-destructive as fuck. <laughs> like... Yeah, they they pushed what Keith Richard does on a daily basis. Yeah, what was the limit? What was the uh, <laughs> what was the documentary on that? Uh, bigger, badder, meaner, I think. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, where they talked about the steroid use and in, uh, in wrestling and the crap that they the, the crap that they would do and how it was how heavily it was pushed. But like, like, as not not even like not even like what's crazy is it wasn't even pushed by like the McMahons or any of the owners. It was actually pushed so heavily by the other uh, wrestlers. Well, yeah, because that's how you have to get meaner. Like, right. Because that's how you get you there. Yeah. That's how you're going to get that lead. And you're going to be that champion. They're going to script you in there and they're going to make you the big guy, the big star, you know, and that's what basically everybody wanted. And yeah, Yeah, there's only there's only like a handful of of the male wrestlers that never did uh, or, you know, swear to this day, they never did uh, steroids use. Like one of them was uh, the show. Oh, big the show. big show! Yeah, I remember him. Never, Holy never shit. needed to. He was he was bigger than Andre the Giant. There was no reason for him to ever yeah, do it. I I buy it when he says he didn't do any of that. Like yeah. that guy's just huge. 
Yeah, that guy was just that guy was just a monster. Well, I mean, yeah, Andre the when Giant. When you're a genetic dude, freak, was, there's nothing you, you know. There's no reason to. <laughs> yeah, well, Andre the Giant was the same way, man. The eighth yeah. wonder of the world. The, the biggest, his biggest vice was alcohol. That dude could drink yep. un, anyone under the table. Yeah, <laughs> like, it didn't it didn't help that he suffered from a lot of pre- a lot of depression and uh, and was actually uh, picked on by yeah. a lot of the other wrestlers, especially Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was a complete piece of shit for him like I don't, I don't know how i don't know how to better way to insult him like that guy was just a giant bag of shit well that like, listeners I, i'm sorry like i used to, i when i was a kid i was a i was a hulk hogan fan when for the longest <laughs> time and then i found out how he actually is and i went oh so he's just a giant bag of shit got it see i wasn't really a big hulk hogan fan i was more i liked you know macho man randy savage you know when he turned uh, evil that was just them letting him be himself <laughs> right. Oh, when he went to NW, when he went to NWO or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing of like, oh, Hulk Hogan's evil now. I'm like, no, no, that's literally who he is in <laughs> no, real that's life. Just, that's, now that's he's just playing him. himself. Now he's just like, getting to play himself. But like, I re- I remember all those guys. Like, it was when you're a kid, it's like these dudes are fucking awesome and this shit's real and everything. And then when you get older, you're obviously like, this is. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they were they they, <laughs> they struck. But it's funny at the same time that you had you know, big muscly movie stars that were in action films. You had Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stallone. Like this was, that was kind of the thing. Like, man, these guys are badass. Like, and then you see these wrestlers like, oh my gosh, it's the same thing. (laughs) They're fucking real. (laughs) Uh, That kind of thing. Uh, Miles, did you watch wrestling when, oh, sorry. I didn't go ahead. You're fine. Miles, did you watch? I watched more of it uh, in kind of my teen, teen years than anything. So that. who was your who was your favorite? Who was like your dude? Like I I loved the uh, the WWF uh, oldies. Uh, you know I had a fucking playing card pack with all the greats. Um, nice. But when I actually sat down and, and watched it for an extended period because I just didn't have cable, so I had, yeah. had whatever I right. was on. I watched. Uh, I watched a lot of uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh, and dude, Ray Mysterio. I, I love seeing the shit he could pull off. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the the luchador. That that dude was pretty cool. You know who I we think need on this podcast to have a serious conversation about, about the WWF and all that stuff? Austin Toshikwa. Austin and uh oh, um <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, Josh. No, per uh Parisi's friend. He used to hang out with us all the time. I can't believe I, I sold all my video games to him. I I don't know who you're talking about. Sorry. You will if I say his name. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, I'm, and I feel like an asshole for it now. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of uh, the last name to Josh. Josh was in high school with us. Really good friends with uh, with Austin. Austin. Uh, Austin I mean, uh, don't Austin get me wrong. Up, Austin will Austin know. Ended up living with him. But dude, they like dude. They were still going to events in when I was, you know, in college. Like they were, they were still keeping up with that shit. I was like, really? He goes, yeah. Austin always had to kind of keep it closeted because it was always looked down upon if you were into that stuff in in high school. Oh, absolutely. So much. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, listeners. Like, I, I, I would even pick on him for it, but it was always jokingly. Like, I knew that he liked that stuff. We always we we chat about it, and I'd be willing to have a conversation with him. I I'd, I'd watch some of the videos that he'd want to show me. I by by the time I was in high school, listeners, I really wasn't into it, but he loved that stuff and. So many people would have like would have just trashed on him for that in high school just for liking those kind of things. Don't get me wrong. 
I still think it's ridiculous. And I, in wrestling like itself, the whole thing is just, it's a man soap opera. And I make fun of fans for it all the time because, and, and the only thing listeners I really make fun of is the fact that they take it so seriously. Like if, yeah, I mean, I can go, I can go, I can watch it because I don't take it like, oh my God, this but is it's, fucking real. But like, at the same time, like at the same time, listeners, I do have to sit there and go, well, you know, I take things like Buffy seriously. I take things like Star Wars right? seriously. So at the same time, I have the same kind of fanaticism when it comes to those things that I like that they do with wrestling. So it makes complete sense that they would be. It, so long, so long as is is it's a fan that can recognize, and there are fans across the board and everything, listeners that don't recognize when things are fake. Yeah, so, no, there's definitely those you, fans you have, that take you have it. the legitimate like fan derangement where they're like, oh nope, this is real, this is actually happening. Yeah, I'm I mean, somehow getting to see this through my TV, the magic yeah. box in my room. Yeah, no, people <laughs> definitely take it really too far. Absolutely. But yeah, um, when when you but when you see people who 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 lose their shit over like what takes place in like <clears throat> you know raw or anything like that, they're like you know it. You have to look at it like you might listeners, and you might be one of the people who's like you've looked down on them in the past. Think of it the same way that you would if you watched a season finale of a show that you love, and they dropped like a <coughs> massive bomb on you, dude. And Game of going, Thrones, what? Game like, yeah, fucking Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Fans lost their fucking <laughs> minds at the end of that. <laughs> They lost their like, goddamn collection. Don't get me wrong, understandably so, but that that's kind of the same fandom you're dealing with when it comes to people who take wrestling emotional that effect. seriously because they are getting that literally like every fucking month. And, <laughs> but you also can't you, you and you know what though, and we, we you know you you said it right on the the, the head is that you know the, or Miles just said you know they're emotionally invested, which yeah you know you yeah. you can be emotionally invested just. Make sure you're still in reality when you're emotionally invested, right? You know, because yeah. that's that's the problem. You do see these fans, you know, whether it's in wrestling movies or anything like that. You know, you see these fans that are like, "Well, why didn't you do it like this?" Because it's a fucking movie. Yeah, Doctor Zhivago in Days of Our Lives is not a real person. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you as know, long as and, you recognize that, you're fine. <laughs> and I and I feel like honestly, you know, I've I've watched a lot of the recent stuff with the WWF because I've been watching the documentaries because it kills time. But I've been watching a lot of this on YouTube and everything like that. And I kind of got interested in again and in seeing like, you know, are they still really kind of taking themselves to the point of serious? And if you watch the older stuff compared to the newer stuff, you they they play it off so much harder now. Like when it comes to the outlandish shit and, you, you know, oh, yeah. it's. It's not being hidden, and it, it all start. It all came from that one. What was it? The what? Uh, it was also another Vice documentary where it was the slap heard around the world when the wrestler was told. I forgot who it was. Um, slapped a correspondent from ABC News and said, "Does that feel fake?" And I guess it spurred off this huge lawsuit and the way things were done. But it, it's crazy to me how people do get still these fans get so invested. Like if their favorite guy loses, dude, it's scripted. Like it, how do you, how are you not knowing this? Like, how are you making this feel real? Like the action's real. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, sure. Some the, of the, pen, the, some of the, the punches are pulled and error. The physical pain and the physicality is real. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like I, not, the punches of it, are it is pulled yeah. is over exaggerated to make it feel more dramatic. Like, you know, somebody hitting somebody in the chest. Yeah, I mean, or someone throwing somebody off a fucking car. Like you like, don't think there's padding underneath that shit on the floor below them? Nah, they're fine, dude. <laughs> like, but, but 
there are certain things that they do in the ring. They're like, there's nothing. This is just going to hurt. This is just really going to fucking hurt. And there's, and it, you know, the WWE they can mitigate it as much as they try, but there are certain things they can't do. Any, like throwing a guy off the fucking, you know, off the freaking third ropes and onto a table. Yep. That guy's in pain. Yeah. That guy's, <laughs> yeah. There's no way you cannot unfeel that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but yeah, scenarios, like, scenarios, storylines, all that stuff. That, that's uh, that's all scripted. That's come up with. They decide who's going to be the the winner. They try. Well, that's their bread and butter. You know, they they well they they try and telegraph what they're going to be doing so right. that the other the other wrestlers can go with it and they know what to do with one another. It's all kind of it's it's all supposed to be kind of choreographed around what their specialties are and what they can do because they're and bringing are in the money things. Yeah. And there are certain things that they will do to make sure that they sell it and that they make, they make a lot of money doing it. But God damn, man, the, the dude, like, they make you compare, you compare that stuff today compared to what they used to do to each other. Oh like, no, they fucked each it's other. It's a up. fucking miracle. Some of those guys could even walk. Yeah. Like, you know, and they also had a really huge problem with CTE um, with a lot of their wrestlers, the, yeah. the ones that retired, um, Ultimate Warrior was one of them. Um, there was a lot of problems coming out of that. But the funny thing is, it's like so funny that we're having this conversation. I know right? it's kind of crazy. <laughs> like I never thought in a million years I'd be talking about wrestling again, but I, I don't know why. But well, it's three eleven. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. It's fun. I don't give a fuck. I'm building Legos again. I mean, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but no, it's it, it's really interesting to see how these guys really took a fucking beating yeah. for something that they were never guaranteed on. Even if it is scripted, we're never guaranteed. And it's kind of yeah. crazy to see all this shit now. And you're just like, but the biggest thing was like this last documentary that Vice did where this plane ride for hell. And then all of a sudden, everybody who's involved in this is like bringing getting brought up on shit yeah, what's, or what's getting really removed is the amount the amount of fans who are probably gonna be sitting there going you guys didn't know about this stuff like how the fuck oh dude apparently it was <laughs> like, like why are you rampant. guys losing their shit now yeah like it was apparently it was rampant <laughs> like the whole thing but yeah it i don't know man it's it's kind of crazy that but these these dudes make millions man they make bank off this shit it's insane that they're still some of them do some of them do, but like Man- mankind made shit for well, there's the longest a long time. He yeah, made nothing. Yeah, and I, I, there's still a lot of wrestlers who do not make anything from it. But like the company <laughs> itself, dude, the the they're making oh yeah money hand over fist. Like it's just unreal. Yeah, the uh, has a whole whole industry to it. Makes, yeah, it's, it's in crazy. many cases makes Holly makes 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 it look like it's on par with Hollywood. The only thing Hollywood's got over wrestling right now is pedophilia, so, right? Which uh, they keep trying to fucking normalize. I don't I don't understand. So speaking of pedophilia, <laughs> great segue. Uh, wow. Yeah, so uh, the guy, the actor who plays in uh, Shang Chi, evidently his or his Reddit account was uh, tracked down and leaked and they verified that it was his account. Um, can't absolutely verify that it was always him using it, but I'm, I'm assuming it was because of some of the stuff that he would say, like referring to roles that he would be playing in and stuff like that. And there was one where he did a role where he had to play uh, someone who was a pedophile. Ew. And in order to do that, he did 
research into the mentality of that state. So he researched a lot of, uh, you know, not obviously not study. He even points out in his post, not participating in any of this stuff. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if, if that changes, sadly, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Right. It's, it's Hollywood. Hollywood's so fucking rife with that shit and protects it so much that wouldn't shock me in the least. But he had made, he basically made the statement of, you know, these people, you know, I, I learned more about it and understood like the fact that these people can't help it and all this stuff. And I'm going like, I'm sitting there going, bad you're for sounding, them. yeah, you're, you're, you're sounding really like apologetic for people who by any modern society standards is considered disgusting. So what the hell is going on? Like you read the mo- you read more of the post and it just sounds more and more like the same normalization shit you hear from Hollywood trying to normalize what would be considered disgusting by regular society. And that's what Hollywood does. They really do try to put like all of Hollywood really tries to push. Like they try to push pedophilia. They try to push drug use. They try to push, uh, you know, in a pro- like obviously you have producers and, and film company owners that think it's completely acceptable to over sexualize women and to abuse them in order to get what they want. They just want to get sexual pleasure out of it. And don't get me wrong. They have women in the industry as well that do the same thing as Kevin Sorbo can, can say, or can testify as uh, Terry Cruz, Terry Cruz can say, I mean, this happens throughout their industry and they think that because they have power, they can just get away with the shit and that it's normal. That's the other thing listeners is that they think it's normal to act this way. So when you hear things like that, is it any wonder what took place at Activision at this point? It's a company that's based in the same, in the same, the same corner of the world, Activision and Blizzard, both in California. And for some reason, they think it's completely, completely okay to have acted the way they did. And this segues into my other discussion of speaking of Activision and, and Blizzard, they are now being called forward by the SEC for questioning about how they've handled a lot of this stuff, whether or not documentation was actually uh, gotten rid of and uh, destroyed that showed that the uh, company knew well ahead of all of these things that were taking place in the company. Not a shocker in any way um, (laughs) that they tried to bury it away. (laughs) Nope. Wouldn't shock me in the least, especially when you have people who have receipts for emails they've had with HR department and the HR department has no record of it. Right. In listeners, you can say, oh, well, they can fake emails. They can fake emails, but you can't fake a timestamp. Sure can't. <laughs> uh, on, you know, because emails are sent just like files, listeners, and you can't fake that. Uh, all they have to do is just trace down the original file and, and show you exactly when it was sent and where it was sent to. And the, the timestamp from the network, from the server, will tell you, hey, this is when it was sent. This is who it was sent from and uh, where it was going. And whether or not it'll also tell you whether or not the other person received it. And if you do look any further, you can see if they responded to it. Yeah. It's amazing. The amount of people who don't understand what a paper trail leads to when they think it's just paper. <laughs> Miss Clinton. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If I disappear listeners or if I sue, if I commit suicide, I didn't do it. I was suicided. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I look forward to my impending demise. Thank you. Right. <laughs> we all know. That's the funny thing is like everybody knows. Everybody knows. We all know. That's why they're not doing anything. <laughs> That's why they're not doing anything to stop it. 
because they know that we, there's nothing, even if, even if we know, there's nothing we can do about it. And what's the lesson, kids? Don't ever get into entertainment. Don't get into entertainment. <laughs> stay away from <laughs> politics and just keep your head down and mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Stay out of Australia. <laughs> stay out of Canada. <laughs> well, dude, the stuff that's going on in Australia, goddamn. Australia, again, we, we really do feel for you. Uh, like, I hope things I hope things go better out there because that place is fucked right now. Right. Um, As if they weren't with all the spiders and everything already. Right. right. Well, you, you guys have any, you guys have enough problems out in the world. Why are you guys playing fuck? this on hard mode? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the next Grand Theft Auto needs to be played out in Australia. Fucking somebody sat there and was like, you know what? Dark <laughs> Souls isn't good enough. Go to Australia. We're going to combine it with Sekiro. <laughs> what? What you don't know is that Australia is like Westworld. It's actually just all robots and you just can go visit and see how long you can survive and play out games. And the robots are revolting. And, and they're that's, revolting. Why they're, that's why there's an uprising. Yep. Could you guys imagine a Fallout series set in Australia? Australia? That'd be fun. It's already fucking. It's not even dude, I've, asked, I've, asked for, I've asked for Fallout Australia. I've asked for Grand for Theft Fallout Auto. Russia. Like Grand well, Theft Auto we, somewhere. Like we, we've asked for this. Absolutely. Over and over and over again, and they continue continue to go. Oh no, we're going to be in the U.S. Why? Why? Because everything in Australia, if the apocalypse happened, would either stay the same or be a thousand times worse. In which yeah, case, you're just say, playing Dark Souls, dude. So I would you want something worse than Death Claws. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, not only that, but I I feel like we already got Fallout Russia with uh, Metro and Stalker. That's fair. So that's fair, actually. It, yeah, that's I'd, fair. I, both I didn't of those games of were like that. good, but yeah. um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I I just think that would be interesting to find a creature <laughs> that makes a death claw look cuddly. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's like a cross between a fucking koala and an out and a gator. Yeah, I was going to say, could you imagine uh, uh-uh. radiated koalas? No. <laughs> radiated koalas. They control the wet. They actually do control the weather in it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this shit. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Just walking down the streets all of a sudden. Hey, oh shit. It's, uh, it's getting stormy out. Uh, There must be some koalas nearby. I I just think it's squatch. I think it would be awesome. (laughs) Oh my fucking Christ. That thing literally is worse than death class. That thing so much. Dude, honestly, I would love to see Grand Theft Auto. The next place would be Australia, just because a Australia oh, banned that'd be it. Amazing, yeah. Uh, Australia banned it, so it's a big fuck you to them. And then it would just be like all the bad shit that could possibly happen in Australia is in that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking sold. Yeah, me meeting, you know, fucking crocodile Dundee out in the middle of the freaking outback. Sold for, but for, instead of for a mission, but instead of like a like, normal actually, crocod- no, randomly running into him every now and then, that's the that's the rant one of the random encounter guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. But he's like, it's but Grand Theft Auto style. He's like some crackhead, like a washed mm-hmm. up crop. You know, yeah. You gotta go find you Steve Irwin's. I don't need a gun. I mean, I've got a donk. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go find Steve Irwin's dead body. You know, I don't know, man. It'd just be fun. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Show, like, shows a video feed like, like oh no, all all these are nature's creatures, and it just goes, like, <laughs> shows like it spear him through his chest. Oh, oh god, I touched this. Don't blame the wildlife. <laughs> 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 Sorry, listeners. This is how we are today. I, I, do, you, 
like, I, like what's really funny listeners is like that's that's how dark my humor goes and i liked steve <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i i actually really liked the guy but yeah. i mean shit you gotta be he able did to make some jokes great, about he did everything some great things for for nature hell there even, goes my dog even uh see he likes steve Irwin too even being dead mm-hmm. he's still doing things his like, kids well, are doing a lot yeah his kids yeah. are doing great another lesson that pulling out isn't usually effective (laughs) (laughs) that's fucked up (laughs) wow and on that note Uh, cast is over shortest cast we've ever done 38 minutes right there done deadpan it is over we are walking out (laughs) like that right well I know where the episode peaked. Right? Miles, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> we, can't, we can't surpass this now. We're done. We're done. We're out. We're good for the day. Thanks, man. <coughs> oh, All right. Man. So I'll see you guys on Destiny. Cool. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Uh, that's, that was fucking great. That's just fucking funny. Uh, I, guess there's a, I guess there's a mod for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 that has people pushing Rockstar for a uh, pirate game. I guess uh, it looks and, and plays great as a pirate sim. Fuck, dude. That'd be awesome if Rockstar did a pirate game. Yeah, it'd be great, except for the fact that they won't because uh, that would require them making a different <laughs> game. <laughs> also, <coughs> you know, it would just be uh, online and they'd find a way to sell us gold or doubloons or some shit. <laughs> doubloons. Oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that treasure chest? Pay this much. But I just found it. You gotta pay for it. What the fuck? Two dollars to unlock your uh, your treasure. But I'm the one who found it in the game. Still two dollars. Two. You can spend eighty hours building your pirate ship, or, or <laughs> three hundred dollars, and you'll do it in five minutes. I don't understand. Two dollars to unlock the treasure chest. Five dollars to bury it again, but with a curse. <laughs> 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 for the poor asshole who finds it i think unfortunately i think we're, we're just giving ideas to, <laughs> to rock stars now yeah i gotta play the new stuff i haven't even touched that um i actually hear the new stuff's actually really good i gotta try it out since i'm the only one so i'm not gonna uh i have i you know listeners i haven't watched this at all or or looked at anything on the uh the news of it but uh, evidently uh, one of sony's uh ex-ceos Talked about why uh, they will never end up implementing a Game Pass um, onto the PS5. Uh, so I, I'm I'm curious if that's going to be because the fact that Sony has so many exclusives and that's what they bank on. That they're not going to put PlayStation Now on there. Well, no, they have PlayStation Now, but they're never going to implement anything like Game Pass. Where oh, I mean, PlayStation okay. Now does not. Saying. You know, PlayStation Now, while it's a subscription service, doesn't do the same thing that Game Pass does where they put their exclusives on there, right? Right, right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Now. Shit, after after seeing Subnautica below zero pop up on Game Pass, I was like, fuck. I was like, why the fuck did I buy it on PlayStation? From That's now why on, I asked you yeah. when you said like, you were going to buy it. I was like, I'm it's just, probably going to end up on Game Pass, you know? Yeah, from now on, it's, it's literally just exclusives. That's all I'm ever going to buy on PlayStation. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that I mean that's <laughs> I thought we yeah, I thought, thought, we, had I settled, I thought that we had settled that when when I said fuck you Sony. Yeah. <laughs> How is it? Subnautica? I played the first one. The first one's cool. It's it's funny. It's Subnautica. Cool. It's it's Subnautica. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's more of the same in a different <laughs> environment. 
more of the same, just right. a different environment. That's cool. Pretty much. Yeah. It sounds like an insult. <laughs> Subnautica. I, hold on. Before we keep going, I, I love how we kind of glossed over this, but did they say it was worth a shit, that mod on Red Dead? Uh, people are apparently, uh, you know, asking Rockstar for it. I don't know how big of a, a draw it is for it, but I'm like, at, at least, like Vargo said, it'd be something different. So it's never going to happen. But true, <laughs> it would require them making a different game. I mean, that that's sounds fun. What do you mean we have to make a new game to make this? Yeah, we're not doing that. So Red Dead Three <laughs> is going to be the pirates. That'd be fucking great. But <laughs> like, yeah. That would be cool. It'd oh, be yeah. Something. I, I'd play you it. You mean they're going to make a Red Dead 3? Hold on. Question. All right. Which all right. will come out first? Red Dead 3, Bully 2, or GTA 6? <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn. Every listener just went, I don't know. Hold on. Let me let me shake the Magic 8 ball. So, Try again later. All right. Uh, I think. Oh, there's Scroll 7. I think you'll get a GTA, I think you'll get a GTA re like remake before you'll get any of those Actually, before you'll get anything. Nah, because you're missing Midnight Club, so we'll probably get a Midnight Club before we get all those. You know, I'd be okay with that. Actually, I liked those games, uh, dude. I love sell that. I love like, Midnight sell Club that to like a different studio within 2K, and then it'll be Midnight Club Racing, but it'll release and it'll have like casino mechanics and casino uh, mechanics. You'll have to. You'll have to. <laughs> In order to get cars, you'll have to buy loot boxes to get them, and uh, it'll still cost you seventy dollars. That's fair, you know, because it'll be it'll be Midnight Club Two K. Such a I love how no matter what we bring up, just to talk about Vargo finds the way to make it negative. <laughs> like when it comes to like the loot boxes, there. Look at the you, world around you. You say negative, I say realistic. Realistic, seriously. <laughs> like look at the world around you. It's not negative. It's just fucking realism. Like, that's what we live in now. You know that is one thing that I. There do. is no fucking hope. There's no there hope. Is only the dark side. <laughs> that, that's one thing. <laughs> We're here that's to mitigate I, your expectations. <laughs> that's fair. I really appreciate about how things are going now. I'm no longer pessimistic. Everybody just thinks that I'm smart now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you called it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> wow. You know, you used to be kind of a downer. Now you're just kind of like psychic. Yeah. Look, yep. look, that's why we're able to predict everything because everything keeps going to so shitty. We can just keep predicting how shitty it's just going to keep going. That's just so like, when that's some, fair. When something good happens it's a miracle <laughs> at this point we're like oh my gosh that's great thank you for doing that in the industry that's fair <laughs> i mean i i can't even fucking argue that honestly like because i'm the same way i'm like it's not gonna it's work just, it's just not gonna it, work. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah it's it's just yeah it's just it's disappointing but at the same time like it's the, it's keeping our expectations low enough so our i yeah. expect nothing and i'm always disappointed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's kind of how it feels, right? You're all just kind of sitting there. How low is this curb? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not being negative. Nah, it's just no longer negative. shooting for the curb. It's shooting for the sinkhole. Yeah, if the gutter, you know, if 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 any if every industry were put on a pie chart, like their own pie chart, like the gaming industry would be put on a pie chart and be 99% disappointment. You're not wrong. Yeah, we we'd have it, listeners. It is less. <laughs> you're more likely to die of COVID. Than you than you are to get something good in the industry anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Both of them are less than one percent. 
Take your pick. <laughs> God. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> don't, don't say that. They're going to turn around and use that as a reason to get the vaccine. You know, hurricanes gets you good game releases. Protection of hurricanes. That was still one of the dumbest fucking things. That was what that is easily one of the dumbest things I have heard a president ever say. Honestly, though, like, I would during really... hurricane season you have to get a you have to get a vaccine. It'll make things easier. I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like like I want the camera to pan to to the to the reporters and look at their faces, going, "The fuck did he just say? <laughs> did, did he seriously just say during hurricane season you need to get a vaccine because it makes hurricane season easier?" Uh, yeah. Tones down the wind, plants your ass directly into the ground. I'm, I'm, <laughs> literally. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, but if I get vaccinated and I get good game releases now, this is kind of worth it. Like I'm not gonna lie, that's, that's how it works. There's, that's the it's, that's the newest incentive. Well, it didn't keep you from getting the coronavirus, so I here's mean, the next thing. <laughs> it, you get better cargo. gas mileage when you. Yeah, could you imagine going into a gas station, throwing down your vaccination card? Give me the good shit. <laughs> I'm here for the AAA. I'm here for the 93 octane oh uh, level. God. Is that cool? Like, I'm just saying, though, man. Listeners, in case you're wondering, none of us are anti-vaxxers. It's just like we've been watching some of the nonsense going on in the world. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Why are you guys losing your shit like Because this? common sense is yeah. out the goddamn window. Right, uh, it's been for a long time. It has been for a long time. It's like that with the gaming industry. It's like that with any fucking industry. Just sit there and be like, "Cool, do you want to do that? You don't want to do that? Yeah. Then don't do it. Do you want to <laughs> do it? Then let them fucking do it." Yeah. It, it, does Listeners, it, we don't we don't require anybody to get the mumps, measles, and smallpox vaccines, and those actually kill people. It's proven. Those those definitely kill people. Kill a lot more people than one percent. Yeah, it's not exactly like a great way to go either. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a, so if we don't if we don't require those, then why should they require you to have a vaccine for COVID? If you don't require somebody else next to you to be able to prove that they don't have AIDS or HIV or or hepatitis C, why? <laughs> those legitimately kill people, but we don't require that. I'm just saying. I I is it does it bother me? No. Do what the fuck you no, want to do in your own damn life, and that's like, the problem with you everybody. Go, you else. go through life around people who are con- who who you have no idea if they have other diseases. You have no idea if they're if they could kill you. You have no idea if somebody next to you is without their meds a complete psychopath. Well, I mean, so <laughs> why are we freaking out over less than one percent? Look, guys, I already solved this problem. This is why I live in a gated community. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, it's not just the orgies. <laughs> Look, man. <It's> don't, not <laughs> don't don't shut come up, here Mike. You're gonna fucking ruin it. You two are gonna fucking ruin it for me. And then they're gonna be like, the gates are open. Everybody come the fuck in. And I don't want that, man. I like being in quiet. Is it a closed community if you can still get if you can still get pizza delivered to you? <laughs> yes, because you know why? Doesn't seem that hard to get in. I guess no. It's still hard to get in because, especially if you're not vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, uh, you, know, I, you get your pizza. <laughs> it's just you know, how it works. Is it funny. guarded by a hurricane? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, listeners. This is like I, I will tell you this right now, listeners. This is the only thing that would motivate me to become become president of the United States. I'd become president of the United States just for one thing, so I could sit in the White House and order a pizza, not from the <laughs> one, not from the White House kitchen, just to see if they could get through the gate. <laughs> 
<laughs> the best thing would be like you ordering. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Secret Service to the test. Let's see. The best thing. <laughs> see if Pizza Hut makes it through. Right? Pizza makes the delivery guy run the for Commander in chief. <laughs> commander in chief. You're all sitting there, and dude, you're sitting there, and the moment you hang up the phone, you're like, Pizza Dude's got 30 minutes. <laughs> and you're just waiting for that shit. I ain't paying full price. I ain't pulling pay full price. <laughs> you made it to the gate. <laughs> Let's see. It's like a new two hundred dollar tip in it if you bring it to me and hand it to me in person, bro. That would be. <laughs> you know, you know though what we're what we're really missing out in this is that that's a great idea for a fucking video game. <laughs> If you can make it into the White House, I think no, 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 hold on, hold on, here's the funny thing, you said that, all I could, no, really quick, all I could think of was a development team that gets, that gets visited by the secrets, no, 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 you're missing it, you can't just sneak in the White House, you have to have the pizza to get into the White House, you can't, there's, no, 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 I mean, if they can make a farming simulator, you can make pizza delivery game, to the I, White House. I showed you. I showed you that that one video. All you need is a ladder to get into anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That is still funny to me. Like I sat there thinking about, like I wonder if you could do this, like any, like literally anywhere. We have like yeah. derailed today. <laughs> this is fucking great. We need to. You know the the thing I'd be most excited <laughs> for with the you gotta uh, the, you gotta laugh at the listeners. You gotta laugh at the world. Got to. At some point, you got you got to find some humor, whether it's dark humor or not. You got to find something to laugh at. What are you saying, Josiah? The the thing I'd be most excited for with the uh, the pizza delivery game is the uh, the physics <laughs> of the pizza in the box because they got it. because you you get rated on how the pizza looks when you deliver it. If it's all fucked up and like you know it's all folded in half in the box or anything, well, then dude, it doesn't count. Yeah, and you and just it, like an actual pizza delivery. And it depends on the company you work for. Like if you want to work for one of the top tier companies in this pizza game, you know. But you gotta start at the bottom at like Joe Schmo's fucking pizza. Like, dude, yeah, you can make. I'd it. call. I'd call every middle school and elementary school in the entire the entirety of DC. And have them come over and have a have a fucking pizza social out in the front lawn. <laughs> yeah, do they do they know we're coming? Nope. But can you get in? So <laughs> there will be pizza. So essentially, your plan is to flash mob the White House with my, pizzas. Yeah, my plan my plan is to flash mob the, the White House with pizzas and to see if the if the the Secret Service will will mow down children. <laughs> <laughs> So this is like the new Rockstar game. This is what we don't know about. This is what they're actually making. This is why we haven't gotten Grand Theft Auto 6. This is why we haven't gotten Red Dead 3. This is why we haven't gotten this like Rockstar pirate game. Because they're making this pizza delivery game where you have to invade the White House. <clears throat> Or any, there's a dev team sitting in a room right now, and really, really mad. Or any, or <laughs> sure, it sounds like the team is We were, we were the ones that thought of it. <laughs> what did you say, we Miles? It for them. What did you say, Miles? I'm pretty sure that's Kojima's next project. <laughs> and I He's, would play the hell out of it. Yeah, I but would that'd too. just be solved easily. He'd just give you a pizza cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I want this fucking, director's cut only, of course. I totally want this fucking game now, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking lie. You have to dodge hazards like trans hurricanes, <laughs> aka tornadoes. <laughs> it's a COVID outbreak. Oh man.
All right. So anything else happened this week? Anybody wants to talk about? Russell Davies is returning to uh, the showrunner for for Doctor Who. So I might be able to watch Doctor Who in 2023. <laughs> I thought he finished up with uh, Capaldi, though. Could be. Because Capaldi wasn't great. Uh, it was still better than what's you know being done now. Oh, I, yeah, I still say true. the reason and that his run wasn't good is they didn't let him swear. He's Scottish, man. Come on. Right. Part Partly, <laughs> I maybe, but I, part of that was mostly just because they were so fixated on Claire at the beginning. Yeah. And like, really, really, when you're compa- the problem is, listeners, when your companion becomes the main centerpiece for the entire show. And it's less Doctor Who, that's where things become a problem. Right. So with him coming back, who knows? Maybe we'll get Steve Moffat back again. <laughs> Yeah, I, and uh, Doctor maybe, Who maybe we'll actually get yeah, maybe we'll actually get good creatives back in there, listeners. And before you get before any of you guys go, oh, you're just mis- you know misogynist and all that shit. Yeah, we are. No, uh, the re- <laughs> what the reason we didn't like <laughs> no because the the well the latest Doctor Who is 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 a female that we are actually really looking forward to it, and uh, because we had always contemplated the idea of the fact that the Doctor Who or Doctor can the Doctor can be anybody, he could be any sex, and it's just a, a matter of time and. When the doctor became a woman, we were like, all right, well, this this will be fun. It'll be a really fun dynamic because uh, depending on how they go, will the doctor remember being who they were? Because in, in some cases they do, in other cases they don't. And it'll be really fun to see if they do the the whole thing of like, oh, my gosh, like I'm having to readjust to all this stuff now because now I'm a woman. And we thought that would make some for some really good comedy. And it didn't go that route at all. In fact, it kind of bypassed a lot of it. And. Then they went full woke and the doctor became so fucking self-righteous. I mean, we're talking about somebody who killed thousands and thousands of people finally had their memory of that and conveniently tells people, oh, you can't do the same. You can't use the same judgment as me. Like, well, who the fuck are you? Like that was that was kind of the stuff that was going on. Like the the first season, like they had this whole they had this whole thing of like the I can't remember what it was, the, but uh, one of the companions, like somebody was trying to kill him. And uh, they ended up basically retorting, retorting back of like doing the same thing, preemptively killing the other person or the other, the other creature. And the doctor got mad. Like, you know, how dare you do that? And Miles, like, I remember, I can't, I can't how remember. How dare you that. defend yourself? Yeah, how dare you defend yourself, essentially. And Miles and I saw it and we went, like, I sat there. I was like, I can't, I told him, I told Miles, I was like, I can't watch this. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was too, it's too infuriating to see some, to see something like that where the doctor turns around and basically says, you can't defend yourself anymore. You have no right to. It's completely uh, illogical. And uh, yeah, from a, from a being that was massively logical for the longest fucking time. And now they just went full woke and started using these ridiculous fucking ideas of how life works. And we just went, all right, well, the writing's gone to shit. The storytelling's crap. They don't know what to focus on and they really don't know what they're doing. We're done. We'll come back when you guys figure it out. And it had nothing to do with the doctor, it had nothing to do with the person playing them. Yeah, just the writing. Yeah, just just writing. If it had better been, been better writing, we would have totally been on board. And that's what happens within the industry. People just lose their fucking minds and or or somebody gets to take over and they start putting their own fucking thoughts and and ideals into it that go against everything that logically you would go. Well, that doesn't sound right or this doesn't seem like something the doctor would do. This sounds completely ridiculous. So hopefully this is a good step in the right direction since Russell Davies was the one that 
well, a massive part of the reason why the uh, the show got revitalized as much as it did 16 yeah. years ago. Fingers crossed. You can only hope. Right. Uh, Netflix released a bunch of stuff today. They released the date for Cobra Kai, December 31st. All right. Is season four is beginning. So, but they also released the first T. Te- oh, I guess the main, the ori- official teaser trailer for Stranger Things 4. Mm-hmm. So, definitely excited about that. Always. Yeah. I mean, that comes out next year. So, hopefully. Sooner next year than later, but I'm pretty sure it's going to hit the summer. It'll be a summer one. Um, okay. Um, just because they nor- they normally do a lot of their stuff themed around that season, like a seasonal thing. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty excited for it. I, I mean, it's Stranger Things, man. You can't go wrong. Um, they've been pretty much spot on. I thought season three ended really well, and it left a lot of questions, especially with Hopper. Being in Russia and half the family being in another state now or another town. So yeah. it's going to be cool storyline. And they're all going to get transported to Russia. Russian, Russian Stranger Things. It, it looks really cool. Uh, I like where it, it's definitely I, I don't know if you guys saw the teaser. It, it was released today. So part of it. Yeah, it looks we like saw the teaser a long time ago. No, well, there was a new one today. It, it dropped today, like this afternoon. OK, um, but it has this really cool creepy haunted house feel to it so i'm yeah. I'm, I'm really curious what they're trying to pu- cool. it, uh kind of push with this um yeah. the only characters they didn't show was will mike and 11 um but they did show the rest of the characters so i don't know if they're going to be in there in another later on or they're trying to hide something to bring them in I mean, no, their, their careers got too big so they couldn't get them back right they just wrote them out of the show I mean, they're all officially on board. I'm just curious where the story's going because the way the trail the teaser starts, it's it wasn't what I was expecting for a Stranger Things. It was definitely a different feel to it. Okay. But yeah, I'm really excited for Stranger Things. Uh they announced the date for Cowboy uh Bebop. Bebop. Um, Live action. Yeah. So I'm, nobody cares. No. Nope. I'm interested just because I watched no, the Aminate. Okay. <laughs> I, I I am actually <laughs> Loach, let's be honest. You're too lazy to care. (laughs) You're not wrong, but I (laughs) I was going to say, will he carry the joke? You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Or will he abandon it? No, no, no. You're right. I am lazy, but I got vaccinated for it. So now I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) But you weren't lazy enough to not get it. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm actually. We're interested. still evolving. Me and me and Frankie used to watch it, uh, the anime a lot. So I'm interested in seeing how it's going to turn out. I'm not. I don't have I've, high hopes. I have zero interest after uh, as soon as as soon as they said live action, I went nope. I don't have high hopes, but we'll see. Um, it, most anime just, listeners and most anime just doesn't translate to, to no, live action. It doesn't. Sorry. It doesn't it really doesn't. go well. But I, I yeah, after seeing what they did with Bleach, which should have been a fairly easy or Ghost, transition or Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell was not bad. It was OK. Yeah, really? Um, yeah. Well, OK, so me and Varga it's, walked out of the theater. It's not as good. It's okay. nowhere we, we didn't near say it was as good. As good. We just said it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't <laughs> as bad as it could have been. Yeah, fair. <clears throat> 
Because, I mean, me and Vargo are both big fans of yeah. Ghost in the Shell. We left the, the theater and we're like, I, I'm not mad, but it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of us were upset. We were just like, there's there's stuff that we would have rather have seen. Well, and yeah. there's stuff that we would have rather them played out. But it was a different it was a slightly different take. Uh, it was the story was, you know, obviously modified for a movie um, or for, for a, I should say for a Hollywood movie. So they could have their own, you know, kind of spin on it. It wasn't terrible. It was, you know, uh, visually beautiful. Um, and they did some, you know, they did some interesting things with the major overall. But, you know, it was it as good as the anime? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's not. I mean, but, the, the scenes that they got right that I was excited about was the uh, the opener when uh, she blows up that guy's head. Yeah. And then the uh, the spider tank fight. Yeah, that was badass. So those those were the scenes I was really concerned they were going to fuck up and they got them pretty good. So, nice. um, uh, but the biggest thing coming out of Netflix that I'm excited about is obviously Stranger Stranger Things season four and Cobra. Are you excited for that? Fuck yes. Are you Are you really excited for Stranger? Things? I can. I, I mean, I'm super excited for Stranger. I could be more excited. We didn't know because you didn't <laughs> say it like 15 fucking times. Well, I know you didn't know. That's why I'm saying it again. Jesus Christ! I, I think you listen, really need to tell us, Mike. You gotta, are you excited? You gotta start. Or, or are you, are you, you need to. You need to make. You, Loach, need, you need to, to make yourself more. perfectly clear here. You need to uh, listen more. Uh, Mike. I mean, we're, we're tired of asking you the same question over and over again. You, you never are, give us a clear answer. This is why I are you excited myself. for Stranger Things or not? I, I am, and I want you to know this more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mentally passing Josiah popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but I am excited for season four of Stranger Things and Cobra Kai. I don't know if you guys knew this. <laughs> I, I fucking can't. It. I can't. I just can't fucking go anymore. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> just make it impossible to edit out. <laughs> and that's and that's why I keep doing it. Uh, when, oh when, no! I'm leaving all of that in there. I hope so. <laughs> when you edit this, yeah. you need to text me with a count of how many times he says he, he's excited. I'm <laughs> ding. Just but put I, a ding in there every time it happens. I am excited. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, Netflix also turned around and bought the entire catalog of rights for uh, Roald Dahl. The books the look forward to the remakes of uh pretty much everything that we've already seen i've never even heard of this some of these could actually be interesting for wait what is it for what like what is this series it's all of roll dolls uh books so charlie chocolate factory matilda oh i heard about okay uh, yeah so the entire thing the entire thing uh witches james and giant peach all that uh, Netflix now has the rights because they were greenlit. Well, I look forward to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory being a uh, television show that's a drama about a child trying to, you know, get the golden ticket and all that stuff, and it and it taking fifteen fucking years before he owns the goddamn factory, only to be stuck in a goddamn glass elevator. The the entire <laughs> I, I'm, I'm calling this. I'm calling it now. The entire first season is going to be drama about how poor he is. And, and how the he last can't, episode, and he can't afford chocolate. Like, 
And the last yeah. episode, right before credits roll, he buys the candy bar and gets the ticket. The golden ticket. And people are going to be like, oh my god! He finally got it! And I then can't it's, wait and, for, the, and for then the next show! And they're like, yeah, we're not doing the next one. Turns out we didn't have enough viewers to even keep it going. <laughs> yeah, and then it's cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Just, I swear, they're like, they're like, you know, I wonder how much we can fuck with him if we cancel this shit. I'm not yeah. looking to the twerking competition for the golden ticket. I'm not looking for. I'm not looking forward to the one that's uh, for James and the Giant Peach. Instead of it being a giant peach, it's just some woman in booty shorts. I think I've seen that. <laughs> little boy, little boy discovers his teacher's got ass. <laughs> James and the apple bottom jeans. Like. <laughs> Ends with him saying he could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> Playing peaches and cream in the background. <laughs> we have the teacher. She's thick as fuck. <laughs> we have fucking derailed today. It's fucking great. I fucking love it. <laughs> James Eggplant Peach. <laughs> So uh, what you don't know is that it's Matilda. Since since you brought up the whole Cowboy Bebop thing earlier, uh, one of the things that has been brought up is the the original creator of Cowboy Bebop has talked about the fact of live action. And somebody had asked him what he thinks about it. And he he basically said, I think they're going to ruin it. (laughs) He he said, I I think they're going to they're going to completely suck at making a a live action version of of the show and that he doesn't he doesn't plan on watching it at all. now, a lot of people were saying, well, why did you sell the rights off? He didn't own the rights listeners. Like, that's the thing is like in order for him to create his creation, he basically had to sign up with a production company. The production company owns the rights to it. He just gets royalties. Does that make more sense? So the guy kind of doesn't have any creative control whatsoever. After that, they sell it off to Netflix. Netflix gets to make whatever the fuck they want with it. So for anybody out there who might be sitting there going, I can't believe, you know, he would say that and, and still want to make money. Don't want to make money off it. He'll make royalties. Yeah, but he's he's basically telling the fans, I don't expect it to be good. You shouldn't expect it to be good. <clears throat> don't try to put it up. like he, he's trying to quell your expectations in reality. Like, don't expect it to be the same thing. It's not. It's not going to be the same thing. You're not going to feel the same way about these characters. Well, yeah, I'm not, I know. Anime. I'm not going to go in it expecting the anime. Yeah. So in any way, if, like I'm going to just take it for what it is. The original, if you're a huge fan of the original, my suggestion would be don't watch it. This isn't going to be for you. This is actually for people who haven't really, who aren't really familiar with it and are looking for something new. And you know what, though? I, I, I can't argue with that because of the simple fact that I didn't know anything about Death Note. And I actually enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I, whereas, whereas I did not. Right, exactly. So, I, I mean, now it's going to be the flip for me where I'm going to be like, okay, I really enjoyed the anime. You know, I watched it with my brother a lot. And uh, yeah. Yeah, my expectations aren't really high on this. Yeah, and while I liked Cowboy Bebop, I wasn't really into it. Yeah, me and Frankie were really into Cowboy Bebop, so that's why it's going to be hard for me to watch this and not be like, okay, well, they didn't do that right. Well, they didn't do that right. Yeah. Where normally when I go into a lot of this stuff, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm just here for the entertainment. Yeah, so. I mean, they've they've already had that issue with the the actress that's playing uh, Faye. Faye uh, and her saying like, oh, you know, they couldn't get me into that tight suit and all that stuff, and her... You know, I, I, I get what she was like, why she was doing it. She was being sarcastic towards the audience of like telling them like, 
you know, it's it's ridiculous to have those kind of expectations. Yeah. From going from from going from something from animated to live action. I totally understand that. I think fans kind of overblow how she addressed it personally. Um, she addressed Shocker. it any the, the way. Yeah, she she addressed it any way that a sarcastic asshole would address anything like that. So I respect she, that. So she responded um, the way we would respond, probably. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but the thing is, that at the same time, she was all, like, you have to remember that when you do something like that, listeners, there are people out there that can call you out on your shit. And if you've done something in the past that completely contradicts what you are saying. Somebody's going to call you out on it. If you don't call yourself out on it, somebody else will. That's why there are time. That's why you'll, listeners, you'll have podcasts where I say one thing and then another week I will call myself out on my own fucking hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. That's why we do that, because we call ourselves out going, I realize that I said this and I actually am an asshole because I've done this before. Like it's it's different when you can call yourself out on it. But when you say something like that and you don't call yourself on it and somebody does. Mm. Well, yeah, your like, argument uh, loses all validity. Listeners, we're all guilty of being like hypocrites and having hypocrisy. That's just human nature. But the reason I'm bringing this up is that it's the extent of your hypocrisy, how far it goes and how much of it there is. That's what makes you the bad guy. And on the podcast, we try to keep that to a minimum. We try to make sure that we aren't hypocrites. And when we are, we try to call ourselves out on it. And that's really what it comes down to for all of us. All of us should be willing to call ourselves out on that kind of hypocrisy. Yeah, like uh, Scarlett Johansson bitching about playing objectified women, even though that's the roles she kept that's, taking. That's the roles she keeps taking, yeah. She, yeah. she takes them every fucking time and exploits her own body consistently. What's really funny about that is the fact that she she talks about like exploiting her body. You do that all the time. You do that with, with roles. Uh, you, you've done that with relationships. I mean, we're talking about somebody who openly talked about the fact that she had sex in elevator just because she felt like having sex. Hey, I mean, I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Just don't be a hypocrite. Oh, I'm okay with it. (laughs) Sometimes your sex life needs a lift. (laughs) (laughs) But was the hammer worthy? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, but it's funny that you brought up Scarlett Johansson and Marvel. Did you hear about the whole thing with, uh, the Steve Dit uh, Steve Ditko estate suing Marvel for the rights of Iron Man, Spider Man, and all them. Do you hear about this? Like it's it it's apparently a big deal that the. I heard it wasn't for the rights. I heard it was just for royalties. I I hear it's for the rights now. Oh wow! And okay, that's that stepped up. That's going to be a big. That's going to cause some issues real quick <laughs> if they win. Um, oh yeah. Like, so no matter how much money Sony and Marvel got, if you lose that case, you got a, you got issues. Well, I mean, part of the argument, part of the argument could be made is the fact that, you know, a lot of those characters were created in collaboration with, with Stan, Stan Lee. Stan, Stan Lee. Lee did not own them wholly. Right. But it, it apparently and it's just this big new thing that all of a sudden just came out. I, I mean, it kind of came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Steve, uh, the family and the estate of Steve Ditko is suing Marvel for the rights to have those characters. And everything and the royalties on top of it. So I'm like, 
damn. Okay. Yeah, it'll settle out of court. I, I I hope so. I hope it doesn't ruin anything. I mean, it, it'll 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 settle out of court. There, that sounds like a money grab to me. It, that and that's what it, yeah. it's like. The it's like you hear about the kid. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you would have heard about this ten years ago. But see, that's the funny thing is, it's like a, I, I I and I keep on. obviously obviously. Well, keep in mind, Steve Steve Ditko is still alive, listeners, True. for a long time. But otherwise, you would have heard his family pushing into into going after them. Yeah. For this. Well, I and guess- clearly he wasn't going to do that. One, Steve didn't want, he doesn't, he doesn't care for a lot of, uh, publicity. Doesn't want it. Doesn't like the being in the limelight. Wasn't like Stan, you know, he's not like Stan Lee where Stan Lee became a face of Marvel. He was the face in the background. Yeah. Deal. Like, like many artists. Yeah. Right, he was the, um, he was the wizard behind the scene. Basically. So because, because of that, he, he, w- he wasn't going to go, you know, he wouldn't have gone full bore after it anyways, but obviously he was making a lot of money before what happened. So my my guess is that now that he's passed and his family has taken over and stuff like that, they're not happy with their cut of the check. Probably. That's that's just my two cents, listeners. I could be way off base and maybe I'm just a cynical asshole, which is always the case. Well, that's like also like you heard you're hearing about the kid uh, who was on the uh, Nirvana album cover for Nevermind. No, oh, the baby, yeah. yeah, yeah, is now suing the band to have it removed. Are you kidding me? You're gonna try to get now? It, now it's an issue. Did the, yeah, yeah. Did the sorry, he wasn't bitching about, about it then. in interviews two, three years ago, right? Yeah, like did you did you stop receiving the checks from the band? Because I guarantee you probably didn't. You know, I, well, especially it, it, it's it kind of funny anyways. now. It's like, like the if, 30th if anniversary of never mind. Like, here, here's the thing on why that would never hold up. One, you're a child. You didn't have rights to, you didn't have any legal rights at the time. And two, your parents had legal rights and signed them over in order for that photograph to be taken. Therefore, it's already been solved. Yeah. it's, it's Whoever, whoever was the legal party, your legal representation already signed over, was able to collect the check from it, was able to take the photograph and the photograph didn't have any royalties like, afterwards. After, it, I mean, today's the third, I guess it was like <laughs> yesterday was the 30th anniversary of the Nevermind album. Which, yeah. for one, thanks for aging me. Like <laughs> that sucks. I love that album. But two, <laughs> you've been aging yourself every year. <laughs> it's your own fault. But <laughs> like you waited this long, and now it's an issue. <laughs> yeah. The only reason yeah, people it's know it's you is because you're the asshole that's going out and saying it's you. Yeah, it's the it's it's, <laughs> it's like, the whole thing of like the usually the only time you ever see this is it's rarely because you didn't get your end of the deal. It's always because you want more out of the deal. Yeah. Uh, or the deal stopped. There, every now and then, listeners, you will hear a story where it's legitimate and you're like, yeah, well, you didn't get your end of the deal. Scarlett Johansson versus versus Disney when it comes to Black Widow. As much as it is about money and it is about the fact that she wanted more money, they didn't hold up their end of the deal. Their end of the deal was a was, was that they were going to put her movie in theaters first and then it was going to go to streaming. She was fine with that. The deal was that she had like she said she wanted that set up that way because she was supposed to collect a bigger paycheck based off of how well it does in theaters alone. It did not include streaming. Right. And Disney mitigated that by going, Oh, we'll just go directly to streaming as well. Yeah. And then you'll pay for the premium if you, you know, and and you'll pay for the premium, but she doesn't get a cut of that. Right. So because of that, that kind of bypassed the contract that she had with them. So she's, she's suing them. When we hear about the, the legalities of it. Yeah. She's totally, she's totally in her rights to do that. Yeah. We're not going to sit there and bag on her for it because, well, she's doing what simply makes sense. Will she get blackballed by Disney afterwards? Who the fuck knows? Most of Disney's decisions are based off of what public perception is. 
Right. Well, why else would they get rid of freaking uh, Gina Carano? Gina Carano. Uh, when <laughs> because because all they heard was from Twitter was, oh, my gosh, she's a, she's an ism and an ist and all that shit. And they got rid of her, not knowing that the majority of the fan base didn't feel that way. Yeah. And her character was great. I was, yeah. I was they, the majority of the majority of the fan base didn't feel didn't feel that way about her. They didn't feel about uh, feel that way about uh, Pedro. Is that his name? Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. They They don't feel <laughs> they don't feel like these people are undeserving of their jobs and do a bad job or that they're evil people. But because of the Twitter mob, Twitter thought, oh, or uh, Disney thought, oh, well, we need to get rid of them. Well, same thing goes for Scarlett Johansson. Uh, you know, as so long as she's still seen in, in a good light by the public, they're not going to, I don't think they'll blackball her. I think they'll be hesitant to work with her right away, but that time will pass if so long as she keeps her stardom and is working in other films. Yeah, well, money ca- cures all ailments. <laughs> right? <laughs> So it's Hollywood. They they're moved by the dollar. They're not moved by anything else. That's evident by the way they act. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking of using puppets to make money, uh, Leica <laughs> is coming out with another movie <laughs> called the uh, wildwood. Uh, I'm excited for it just because it's Leica. And yeah. The second I you say like, I'm like, I'm, I'm on, let's do this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty much immediately sold. I am slightly concerned <laughs> with it being, located the 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 setting being right outside portland <laughs> uh especially this day and age i i can i can only imagine the woke bullshit that could possibly show up i hope that's not the case supposedly it's based on a book by uh decemberist frontman call yeah, i don't Roy. know i mean take portland remove all the people and that place is awesome <laughs> <laughs> right the geographical location's great <laughs> yeah it's what resides on it that's a problem. I think right? you guys are just not open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> I Loach, I think you're right. <laughs> you're right. I am totally not open to letting the rest of the country fuck me. <laughs> Look, if you get a vaccine, you guys are fine. You guys will <laughs> You guys will be okay with Portland. I live out of reach of hurricanes. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're gonna have to come up with like a, a set of real fake facts for like when you get the vaccine, you're immune to certain things. <laughs> you oh get the vaccine, God. you're immu- you're immune to riots. <laughs> <laughs> if you get the vaccine, you can be white and walk down Compton. You're fine. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's that whole, I knew you were going to bring something up about that. I mean, the whole Italian whitewash thing going on with the Mario movie. <laughs> Dude, I, forget I, I forgot I, to bring that up. I forgot to bring uh, up the fact that people are pissed off at the fact. Hashtag Pasta Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can understand if some people are, are kind of tired of seeing Chris Pratt and everything. I mean, he gets, he gets, he had, he's yeah, he's, right he's kind of, yeah, he's getting to that. Uh, yeah, he's not who I would have picked for, for, no, because I assume it's supposed to be live action, right? No, it's animated. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. It's, it's, oh, sorry, it's, oh, it's animated. Oh, it's animated. Right. Yeah, no, no, oh, okay. right. I was like, I definitely wouldn't have picked him for, <laughs> for I can't, Mario. I can't see Jack Black <laughs> being Bowser. Right. Yeah, I do. And then who's playing Toad? In a uh, live action one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, now that you put it like that. Now that I said that out loud. But, uh, no, like, people are, people are kind of pissed off that he's, like, in everything. Unless you're, I get that. We've seen that with lots of stars that are in everything. Yeah. It's, uh, it, that's not, that's not unusual. Scarlett Johansson, for, like, a solid three years, was in, like, every, every fucking, fucking movie, movie that I saw. And I uh, had no issue with that. 
Well, yeah, she's fine. No. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing out the fact that like that's what happens. Ryan Reynolds, kind of the same thing. He he suddenly, you know, takes the fuck off and he's in fucking everything. So you you I'm even if it's okay like small bits. Yeah. Again, <laughs> totally fine with it. I'm totally fine with Chris Pratt. Uh I I wouldn't have chosen him because I his his voice doesn't match up at all with what I imagine for Mario yeah, see, because I've always imagined Mario as BPD Boppity and Whoa, 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 you know, whoa. You're not allowed to say those words. That's literally a quote from one of the games, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. That's I'm, I'm a, no, I'm assuming he's he's speaking Italianese. Italianese. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> when you fucking said that on that I'm like I was losing my shit. I was laughing. Italian? Italian? Italianese? Italianese. Two-thirds access? <laughs> oh, God. When you said that, I was losing it. I was laughing so fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that's what he, what he was speaking. So, but that, yeah, that's not the voice. That's not the voice I picture for uh, Mario. And he, you know, he did a video, the, the short video. That he was like, you know, kind of basically saying, like, I get if you're not really excited for me to play in the part. But. It's a me Mario, so you can't really that whole lot you can do about it. <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. But uh, checks cash, guys. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then you know, then there there are other people who are just pissed off and like saying that you know they do the usual thing. He's an ism, he's an ist, and all that shit. And I'm just like, whatever. Uh, you know, the, those people, in my opinion, like w- once you move over to the like instantly not no, not having anything to back it up of just like this person's a racist this person's a sexist or anything like that like you have nothing else to go off of other than the fact that this is just what you think of them there's nothing there's nothing backing that up well you've lost the argument so your your opinion is it's like a it's it's moo like a cow's okay. opinion it's just moo <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a friend's quote if you don't know that you're a fucking heathen <laughs> I guess I'm a heathen. You are a heathen. Yeah, but uh, who's who's playing I mean, who now though? I mean, Luigi's being played by uh Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. I feel like he'll do well. I do like Ke- uh, Keegan. Michael- I feel like he should play Toad. No, Keegan Michael Key though is Toad. That's <laughs> I'm okay with that though. <laughs> like that could be fun. Yeah. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, it, it's definitely a weird. I saw, I saw him on the, I saw him on the hosting the Golden Globes. I was like, I don't know if you're actually, you know, legitimately pointing out the hypocrisy of your industry, or if you're just literally thinking that it's funny that uh, you all are maskless in a small environment. <laughs> like you're not funny. You just- so <laughs> they should have, they should have Seth Green play Toad yes. as himself. <laughs> oh, no no attempt at a voice no just, just be him just seth green just seth green <laughs> i'm okay with that actually yeah your princess is another castle get the fuck out i i do i'm not gonna lie though i did like the people saying that danny devito should play mario i was okay with that mm. okay who would you cast vargo no, sorry, i don't care somebody who can actually do the voice of mario who could do the voice? yeah i mean <laughs> Just get some. I mean, lit- literally, they're they're just done the dozens person of that voice does actors. The voice of Mario, the yeah. the voice for Mario, like just a wild thought. <laughs> Look, if he's not Italian though, that's misappropriation. All right. 
<laughs> That's the other thing that was funny is the amount of people were like, it's not, it's not, it's, he's, he's, he's not, not a real, a, he's Italian. not even Italian. He's not even Italian. Like, cares. Like that, it's, it's a, it's a cartoon. That's like getting pissed off at the fact that like, they're not even black playing a black person. It's a cartoon. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, you don't, see, not a real person. You don't see <laughs> real to me, Mike. Bent out of shape because they're not actually plumbers either. Well, look, <laughs> here's the thing though, dude. I, we're not represented enough. Us Italians. Right. It, we're all, all we are is just <laughs> a bunch of gangsters in movies and shit. Yeah. You're, so, you're not represented uh, enough. You're one of the most favorited food, like food producers in the world. <laughs> Fucking everybody loves carbs, like hey, because of hey, you guys. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to when it comes to noodles, I hate to tell you this, but China, China, and Japan, they get a little, sh- they get a little sold short in the rest of the world, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, I just want my Italians also. <laughs> Italians also came up with one of my favorite things to do with food. Oh, it tastes like shit. Smother it in cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You either need to smother it in cheese or smother it in a sauce, and that'll make everything better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's how like the, we get along. Man. The two food groups, noodles, noodles and bread. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not sauce, asshole. It's gravy, all right? Shut the fuck up. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. God damn. Fucking uneducated you know, motherfuckers. I, I feel like as a fat man, I'm more educated on this. So your your argument is invalid. What do you get when you go when you eat Mexican? Beans and rice. <laughs> <laughs> what is it when you get, you know, what is it when you get anything oriental? Rice and MSG. That's fucked up. <laughs> what is it when you get Italian food? Heartburn. <laughs> bread, bread and noodles. Bread and noodles. <laughs> bread and pasta, baby. <laughs> what is it when you get what is it when you eat Brit- British food? Nothing but heartache and stomach pain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you're taking one of our icon that was made by a Japanese guy. <laughs> <laughs> Promoted and misappropriated by Japanese by the Japanese. Exactly. It's just pay- it's just payback. <laughs> all it is it's just payback <laughs> so wait a minute so so what you're saying is i should be mad that they're actually not being played by plumbers because this is this is my moment for uh representation i'm still pissed off that sonic wasn't played by an actual hedgehog <laughs> right exactly <laughs> dude look i mean hey man if everybody else could be woke i could be woke for a minute all right <laughs> Hedge- hedgehogs don't know shit about fast food <laughs> <laughs> hey man Spray paint's cheap. We can fix this. Let's let's go get a hedgehog, and uh, I can run to Walmart and get a can of blue spray paint. We can fix this right now. <laughs> the hard part is going to be making the little red shoes. <laughs> little red shoes. <laughs> We're going to make two sets. We're also doing an elf movie after this. Um. <laughs> All right. So to start wrapping some things up uh do some some reviews uh really quick uh <laughs> i gotta pull mine up um excuse me while i excuse whip me this out. Whip this out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so in anime listeners uh i have been watching or i watched through uh uh i think it's kunji uh ito's collection it is like a 
anthology uh, series of uh, different stories. And each one is two, uh, two stories in each episode. And the first one, the first one kind of threw me off because it takes like the first story takes up almost the entire episode. And the last part, the second story is like four minutes long. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that was sh- like, <laughs> that was short. <laughs> like at first I didn't realize that it had actually done the story. I thought I fucked something up and fast forward <laughs> or something because suddenly it was just over. I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but the rest of them are really cool. Um, it's a fun little horror series. Uh, and uh, has like the one that's really fucking creepy is the one with the model. Uh, uh, like fashion model. It's fucking weird. A lot of fun. Highly recommend it. It's available on Funimation. I think Crunchyroll also has it. I could be wrong. But uh, they're pretty soon going to be the same service. So that doesn't matter. Eventually, it'll it'll all be become one. Um, Miles and I finished up. Is this a zombie? And while that is a so, fun, sounds like it's a, a game fun show. show <laughs> <laughs> while while that's a fun show, it its story goes nowhere. Like it it kind of wraps up its main story in the first season, and it doesn't have any place else to go after that. Uh we ended up yeah, not yeah, a good payoff. Yeah, there, there's not a really good payoff. If you want to watch that show, finish it after the first season, and you're done. If it makes you feel any better, the manga was really similar. Uh, yeah, and I and I went and looked up what happens in the manga. The manga is the same way. In order to get the full story, you have to read the light. I believe the light novels at the end of it uh, to figure out what actually happens. And they just kind of it just fizzles out. Like nothing really takes place after that, and it just kind of ends. And um, the OVAs, while funny, are really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, uh, and unfortunately. Two of the episodes that are, well, they're not, they're no longer listed as OVAs, but they actually were OVAs. They're canon in the, uh, in the, the season. But I think, I think it's the episode it's called, uh, there's, I think it's, there's still more. I think that's what it's called or something like that. Uh, once you get to that episode, just stop because that's as soon as you're done with the main story that actually presents itself at the beginning of the season and, 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 and has a completion, you're you're good that's it that's that's pretty much the end of that's where the end the show should have ended to be honest uh i am almost finished with ghost hunt i have uh one episode left to go it's kind of seeming like it's going to fizzle out but i went ahead and decided like okay well is there going to be a season is there going to be another season because it's so old i was like are they going to bring it back for another season or what uh, evidently no um it's it's not coming back there it's just a one season and done it's worth the watch i think even even if it just fizzles out and stops i think it'd be it's it's a fun show to watch it's interesting to see a <clears throat> ghost hunter kind of style in anime where they take on cases and and they have uh several episodes per case and they just kind of go like go through it. In some cases, it's actually supernatural. In some cases, I like the fact that it's kind of one of those things of this person's a, par- a paranormal uh, investigator, and they decide whether or not what they're investigating is actually paranormal or not. So it's got kind of a Scooby Doo vibe to it as well, where they, he consistently tries to disprove <laughs> the or or prove that it's not supernatural at the beginning of, of a lot of cases. So I'd say it's worth you know it's worth your time. It's worth going to run through. Um, based off of what I've heard from the manga and how it ends, it just ends. Uh, and that's unfortunate. Apparently the manga didn't get picked up again. 
uh, after that. So I don't know where the show wins, but, but based off of the conversations that I've had with people in forums, them telling me, yeah, it, it just ends, but it's a decent enough ending that you're okay with it. They're like, the manga is actually bad because it has a shitty ending. <laughs> if I remember correctly, the author got busy with another project and then realized, oh shit, I have to end this real quick. That, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, I finished the newest season of Full Metal Panic. Yeah. Which was uh, interesting because the last season, I believe, was in 2013. Yeah. And then it was either 2012 or 2013. And then it sat for six or seven years. And uh, they put the newest season out in 2018. <clears throat> so it kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. And uh, it was good. My issue with it was the uh, story gets dragged way out into the weeds for like six episodes. Yeah. For like no reason. I mean, they they tie it all together in the end. But it was, you know, I was sitting there watching. It was like, okay, what what's going on? <laughs> why, why are we doing this? And then it ends on a big cliffhanger. So uh, I'm hoping that they're going to do another season because I looked it up and they uh the anime series covers with this new season, nine out of the 12 light novels. So I'm hoping they'll do another season to wrap everything up, but it's also been three years. Okay. So my hope is they're working on it. Yeah. Cause when I looked it up, they, no one can say one way or the other of, Oh yeah, they're working on it. It's well, it sold well. So they'll probably do another one, but yeah, we don't know. Um, listeners, I went through, uh, a anime called blood or blood C it's all right. You know, it was, it, it like, it has way too, like personally it has way too much buildup. It takes way too long to get to the actual, uh, main story of it. And the main story doesn't really kick off until the last two episodes. Um, it's a lot of intrigue of basically you questioning what the fuck is going on. What's actually happening here with uh, a pretty, you know, a pretty decent payoff. The last two episodes are really cool, but it takes way too long to get there, unfortunately. But I don't know if I like, it's one of those things where I don't know if I'd recommend it to anyone, especially with the fact that in order to get the full story out of it from where it ends, you have to watch a movie and the movie is impossible to find because it's uh, they, they stopped production of all Blu-rays for those it's kind of a pain in the ass when you have a service or when you have something like that and they're like, all right, well, we'll, we'll put this out on, on Funimation, which is where I watched the, the anime. And in case listeners, if you're wondering if it's like part of like blood plus and all that stuff, they are technically spiritual successors. So like uh blood C is a spiritual successor of like blood plus. It's not actually tied to the same story. They're different. So you don't have to watch those, thankfully. But the problem is, is when you're watching a series and then it ends where, oh, you have to watch this movie to order, in order to continue the story. Kind of like uh, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer has that whole mo that moment at the end when they get on the train and the movie takes place when they get on the train. But the difference is the movie's not going to go out of print. <laughs> They're not going to just stop distributing, like distributing that. It's on, you know, it's available for streaming. It's available on, you know, Voodoo, every, everywhere else. And you can still buy that. You'll be able to buy the Blu-ray for quite some time. They didn't do that with this. This series or this movie came out in like 2011. They they stopped production of it on the Blu-ray like six years ago, and it's never been back since. Hasn't been on streaming. Hasn't been available to to watch anywhere else. So in order for me to watch this, 
I'm going to have to steal it. Sorry. When, when film companies do this, this is when you basically have to resort to piracy. And in my, in, in my defense, is it still piracy when you're not making it available to anybody else anymore? No, it's tomb raiding. <laughs> it's fine when Laura Croft does it. I do it and I get in trouble. I was going to say, so at what point does it stop being piracy and become archaeology? We, we have to be hot and British, right. apparently. Fair enough. <laughs> or you have to be Indiana Jones and claim it belongs in a museum. <laughs> well, no, don't worry. I'm... It's going to be watched by top men. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what I'm renaming my external hard drive. <laughs> top men. No, a museum, a museum. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> it's an archive. God damn it. That was uh, that that was that's my latest issue with trying to get through some of these anime shows. Uh, recently, I also watched Girls and Girls und Panzer uh, finale part one. They are slowly releasing those into theater in Japan, and they are making their way over to the United States. Part two is supposed to come out, I think, uh, later on next month uh, here in the states. But already been in Japan. They've are as far as I know, they are. Uh, already aired uh, part three in Japan, and they are currently working on getting four together. So it's going to be a six-part series, uh, which is a lot for a finale. Uh, you can tell they are definitely sparsing this out so they can try and make as much money as possible. And Girls in Panzer has become very, very popular. It, it, I love that show. Like it's it's completely batshit. Josiah finally got to watch the movie. Uh, last week he came in and he was like that because that was insane. I loved it. The uh, uh, the show itself is fairly crazy, but oh, they yeah. they stepped it up like four steps for the movie. Yeah, uh, the finale is pretty much no different. It's not as bonkers in, in some ways, but the fact is, is they like, they basically bring in essentially pirates uh, because <laughs> the evidently some of the some of their classmen who live and work in the lower decks of the ship of the school ship um don't want to attend classes they don't want to learn anything they're basically the pirates of of the ship so they just sit in a in a bar and drink uh, jalapeno rum all day oh god uh, <laughs> yeah uh it, it, they're they're all kind of unruly but it, it makes for a fun uh interaction it's it's hysterical when they get they the girls decide they're going to give give them a tank and they're like like yeah it's just like a ship it's just on land <laughs> so they have like a pirate's mast and all I this mean, shit it's hysterical they're not wrong though <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's a, you know it's a lot of fun they i will tell you listeners if you watch part 1 or if you're going going to watch part 1 it does not finish out that battle so you'll have to wait for part two to to watch it so you have the choice of waiting until part two comes out but keep in mind it's going to be a six-parter so pretty much every episode it's not going to be a it's not going to be finalized um until the very very last one but uh listeners if you haven't watched any of the girls in panzer they're freaking phenomenal that is a blast to watch with your family or even just by yourself there it's it's a lot of fun miles and i uh watch the the movie together and uh we a just fair we amount had, of the show yeah and, and a fair amount of show we we freaking loved it um just meant to be fun that is a show that literally would not translate to live action it would be it 
if you watched it in live action, you would be sitting there losing your mind over how ridiculous it is. But when it's when you watch it in anime, completely fine. <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd have to get the the guys that did Sucker Punch to do it. Yeah, really, you really would. Absolutely, See, I, I would watch that though. I would too. Yeah, probably because I feel like if anyone they could pull it off. Yeah, you'd have to have you'd have to have somebody with the like the visual. The guys who did like uh, three hundred and. And Sucker Punch with yeah. Zack Snyder. You'd have to have somebody yeah. who could have it. Yeah, you'd have to have somebody who can have that vis- that visual comic book anime feel to it in order to pull that off. And Zack Snyder could easily do it. I mean, with those two movies that he did. Yeah. And that production company. And I think the production company was Robert Rodriguez's production company. So, yeah. They, they could, yeah. Just from- I'd just like to see the cast list for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah that's definitely one of the animes that'd that... be a lot that'd be a lot of girls to get on yeah there. like and they'd have to they'd have to look around high school age you even pulled that up for sucker punch that's true yeah but that was only four people <laughs> all right that's a good point <laughs> it's definitely one of the animes that vargo has talked to me about that i'm like that actually sounds fun yeah have you watched the ones i got you uh, we watched one of them. I forgot which one we watched. It was a while ago, but it was also during the move. So <laughs> there's a lot that happened that I don't remember. Dude, I remember when uh, one of my buddies told me about Girls in Panzer. Yeah. He's like, dude, you got to watch this. I was like, I don't know. He's like, dude, it's girls driving tanks. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? And he's like, yeah, they live on a ship. I was like, no, 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 no. Shut, yeah. shut the fuck <laughs> shut up. up. Don't tell me anymore. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> had me sold that you need to watch this. Yeah, I wa- I I still remember seeing it come up like girls in Panzer. I'm like, what the fuck? And I watched the trailer and I was like, sold. But <laughs> <laughs> dude, the best part was uh, I was watching it in a uh, very legal manner. Definitely. <laughs> well, and yeah, because uh, it's in your museum collection. The uh, the group <laughs> that was doing the fan subs for it was adding random German to it. Just for shits and giggles. They're like, oh, yeah, you know what? It, it's World War II tanks. We're going to randomly translate a bunch of shit into German. Right. So when, uh, when I actually watched a uh, actual translation, I was kind of mad. I was like, Where, where's all the German? What the hell? Um, you recently went through School Live. Yes. What I don't want to say too much. Yeah, it's really hard to review that without like without giving too much away. So yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. It was good. I yeah. want I I would like another season, but I understand why we won't get one. Yeah, that show is awesome. <laughs> definitely, definitely should be checked out. If you have access to High Dive, it is available for streaming again. I guess they renewed on that, and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth uh, checking out. That that we really can't tell you too much because. Uh, it would give away everything. <laughs> I just thought it was funny when I was watching it. I got through the uh, the first episode. And I immediately texted Vargo and said, "Wow, this escalates quickly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, if you know what to look for, then then you're golden. But like, if you're if you're not really going into it like that, you're like, all right, well. All right. Yeah. I <laughs> this is highly, different. <laughs> highly recommend going into the show blind. Yeah. Uh, you finished off, uh, or you, you caught up with uh, uh, Konosuba, and you, you 
promoted the shit out of that to Miles and I. Miles and I got through a good chunk of episodes. We've loved it so far. It's yeah. very funny. Uh, the yeah. only thing I have left to watch is the movie. Yeah. And that's because it's on Crunchyroll and you can only watch it with ads. And I don't want to watch commercials every five minutes. Yeah. So I'm hoping that whenever Crunchyroll and Funimation put their. Yeah. Their when they actually together, get it, like that's one of the things that's been happening. Listeners. So like uh, Crunchyroll has been bought out by Sony. Sony owns Funimation. They also like Sony owns Funimation. They own, uh, uh, I think they own Sente. Hey, listeners, I was wrong. They don't own Sente. They own uh, 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 Aniplex. I, I, sorry, I can't say it, but that's who I was getting them confused with in, uh, for, for Sente. So, like, they own these companies, but they're still pretty much independently run, which is kind of strange. They're not actually, like, brought under one roof. The difference is that now they own Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll and Funimation have been competing for a long time, and now Sony's going to envelop Crunchyroll into Funimation. We have no real absolutes on how that's going to work and what that's going to end up being like. But the speculation is that since Funimation was owned by Sony first and Funimation has a much bigger uh, grasp on how to handle one, their libraries or publishing and stuff like that, then Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll kind of a lot of their stuff was kind of disorganized. Supposedly, Right now, what what is supposedly happening is Crunchyroll is supposed to be brought into Funimation, kind of absorbed, kind of the same way that Fandango now bought Voodoo, but they enveloped all of Fandango now into Voodoo because Voodoo had the better uh, structure. Yeah, yeah, better service and better structure for what they were doing. So they went, oh well, if we just buy it, we can just use them, <laughs> and and that's then that's what we'll do. So supposedly that's basically what's going to happen with Crunchyroll is that since Funimation has the better structure, they're going to just envelop that. And I think they're so the, the other thing that's being brought up is the fact that Funimation may no longer be publishing and all that will move over to Crunchyroll. So Crunchyroll will become the publisher and Funimation will be the anime, which would kind of make sense. Yeah, that actually would make sense. But what I'm hoping for is since I already pay for the, uh, the premium, Funimation, yeah. so I can watch without commercials. Mm-hmm. When they merge their uh, catalogs, it'll just bring everything over, and I can I'm just hoping watch so. the movie. Yeah, because uh, I don't see the point in paying for two services that provide me the exact same thing without commercials. Because it's another twelve bucks a month, and they there's a lot of overlap between their catalog, anyways. Well, yeah, I mean, so like if you owned Cabinari and the Iron Fortress, that was published by Funimation. It is only available to watch and stream on Crunchyroll. Yeah. That makes zero sense. That's caused a lot of problems. Like this is what happens with streaming services. Like they, they sell off exclusive rights to somebody else instead of keeping the publishing or the, uh, the streaming rights to themselves. I mean, I own, I own a uh, uh, Cabinari and the, the Iron Fortress. Uh, that's Loach owns it. Anderson owns it. But the only way you can do the streaming for it is through the website on Funimation. You can't because it comes with a streaming code, but you can't watch it on the app. Yeah, Zero sense has been made. Really stupid. <laughs> so hopefully this will straighten out a lot of that bullshit. It's kind of like what's happened with uh, Violet Evergarden. That is exclusively streaming on Netflix. It's owned by Funimation. Yeah. It's owned by Sony. Uh, and you can own you can own them on Funimation. Only watch it through the website. Can't watch it through the app. 
that's stuff that kind of needs to get fixed and changed because that's ludicrous. The fact that I can't access my entire life, my, my actual owned library that I own through Funimation, I can't access that through the app is bullshit. You want to talk about uh, Star Wars Visions? I think we all want oh, yeah, to bring that up. That's where I wanted to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody want to take the first crack? I fucking loved it. Great. <laughs> it was so good. The, the duel, <laughs> Most of it. The first, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to agree. There was a couple I was like, eh. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. But the comparatively to, to what we're getting with What If, yeah, this yeah. is everything we wanted from What If. Well, and it's we Star didn't Wars get. What If, yeah. That's. Yeah, it, and it, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's Star Wars. What if? And this is truly what if. This is just yeah. what if this different happened? stories. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, different but, universes. Yeah, absolutely. I think Marvel has a lot of more myths than hit. You know, there's there's no what if Luke Skywalker slept with his sister. Like <laughs> there, there's no like just slight changes to the universe where it's just like yeah, this is it. This is stuff like what if instead twins two twins were born using using the dark side and like using science and the dark side to create them instead of Luke and Leia. What would that be like? Let's do that. And it's so batshit crazy. I mean, how do two people fight like that on top of a ship in the vacuum of space? I don't know. Force. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> anime. It's because of no. It, well, yeah, it's yeah, because it's of the studio that handled it. If you've seen any of their other shows, yeah. that's common. Well, yeah, it's, every one of their the, shows. Yeah, that I've watched. Zero, zero fucks are given. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's how I get because, a lot of anime. It's just, it's just it, whatever we want. Well, as long is, as it sticks. Well, what's funny is I, I, I asked that question. I'm like, how did, how are they like able to fight in the vacuum of space? And then I sat there and went, ah, eh, you know, who's who, who cares? Le- <laughs> Leia fucking forced her way through, through space toward, towards a ship after, you know, fucking losing all pressurization. She was fine. She was fine. So <laughs> I had the same thought while I was watching the, uh, Thanks, the Ryan episode. Johnson. I was like, wow, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I, I, paused it looked up who uh who was in charge of this episode and it's uh studio trigger who yeah, trigger. is responsible for uh gurren lagan and kill a kill and if you haven't mm. seen either of those i've series, seen kill a kill it was okay i highly recommend both yeah. uh, gurren lagan was better i haven't seen gurren lagan i've seen kill a kill it was, it, it was okay gurren lagan's one of my favorites yeah. it, it's up there with uh cowboy b it's most it's mostly thing. i don't really care for the animation style that they use it's it it's I don't listeners. I don't want to say it's lazy, but it is lazy. It it's a lot of single frames with very little animation going on. A lot of bright colors. And yeah, uh, my favorite lights. one was the first one. The duel. That was fucking dope. Was, that was sick. That was a really yeah, good. Sell. That was yeah. dope. Um, listeners, most of these couldn't happen within Canon because in order to make them fit, you'd have to make so many fucking changes. It'd be oh, kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. Way you could do it. but I loved the idea of even, even the idea of just what if this took place way before the empire, when the dark Jedi and the light Jedi split after that happened, what if you had a guy who was just, he was a dark, he was, he was a Sith, a dark Jedi and was going around taking out the, the Sith, this want this wandering nomad, this wandering samurai, doing that stuff. I was like, that is a fucking great idea. Yeah. Like that was just so badass. And then you had the ninth Jedi. That was a that dope was one too. Badass. Yeah. yeah. See, and the, that easily could have fit in Canon. There, <laughs> there's a couple just old that Republic easily could have fit in uh Canon. It's uh, what was the, uh, the one right before the ninth Jedi. I can't remember the episode title. It was, the, well, you had the, uh, you had the, you had the ninth Jedi, the elder, 
Uh, you and I went through through a bunch. The Elder of is the yeah. last one, if I remember. Uh, no, the last the one, the last the outer one. rim. That was cool shit too. The last one's actually the letdown. That was the uh for for me was let down comparatively because you had you, you went from the elder you went from El- elder to lop and ocho and then the last one was uh the one where the guy the the guy basically sees a premonition of him you know somebody dying he has no idea who it is and oh, he's, right, he's right. going to take down the the shogun like uh sith the way i feel like you could have fit the first one in canon was have it being told like a story kind of like you know Hey, gather yeah. around the campfire, children, and I'll tell you a story. Yeah, folklore. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Like an urban legend um, kind of thing. I've, oh, I, love this. I loved that one. I, I went online and everybody bitched about the uh, the lightsaber umbrella. I thought that was fucking awesome. Oh, oh yeah. I was, Sith, like, Sith dude, when she did it, I was like, Mary Poppins is going to kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sith Poppins, y'all. Like, cast it aside. I'm like, you just lowered your blade count. What's wrong with you? (laughs) No, the best part is when she when she stuck it in the that one dude, and then opened it while it was. Oh yeah, I got you. Still in the chest of the other guy. That was fucking badass. But no, the duel is my favorite. Uh, Lop was a really good one. Yeah, I liked Lop a lot. Um, The Ninth Jedi was great. The one I didn't care for was the second episode, the one with the band. Like, I like that. It was all right. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I liked it. Was it. Fun, it was just yeah. I get what you're saying. I didn't care for yeah. it. It didn't. It didn't. I liked it just because it was different. It didn't surround. It didn't really surround Jedi. It was. Com- it was a completely different taste. Fair. Um, the one that looked basically was Mega Man. Um, I that was the that worst. was the worst. That was easily the worst one. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was all right. Um. Yeah, it was still entertaining. The elder wasn't as good as the rest. The elder was great, dude. My favorite part in that was the like spoilers. What <laughs> <laughs> was the the when he's sitting there holding holding the lightning, and he get the guy got distracted just for that slight moment. And he drops the saber and then thrusts it forward just for the guy to look at him like you're dead. Like that was that fucking great moment yeah. of there's nothing you can do about this. I'm about to kill you. Yeah, no, it just yeah. fucking opens it up, goes straight through his heart. I was like, nice. Yeah, no, it was definitely, <laughs> definitely, they did a really, really good job with it. And, you know, although the, the one, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the one observation I had watching all of them because I just binged the shit out That's of what it. I did. Is like, there's a lot of fascination with Kaiba crystals. Yeah, that's been like. Don't get me wrong. A lot of lot of not understanding. Yeah, Yeah. I was gonna say that was (laughs) my biggest gripe was there was a lot of fascination with it and nobody got them right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, don't get me wrong. It's an interesting aspect. It's like, but almost almost every single one of those kind of revolves around it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, eh, I think the cool thing though, but something that the ninth Jedi (laughs) did though was explain a little bit about and kind of show off the color. Like you didn't know, you you know, when you pick it up, it'll turn the color. If you're, which is still dark. incorrect. That's not how they work. Yeah, I know it's not how incorrect. they work, but I thought it was fun. <laughs> I thought it was a nice twist to it. Yeah, it, it was cool seeing her lightsaber turn green mid fight. Yeah, yeah. He well, like the the only thing that explain that explains that is uh, if you catch it, is the guy who's the uh, the smith, the saber smith, her dad, basically. So if it's if it's if if you were to take that one and put it in canon, it would easily fit into an old or ancient republic, because back then when when lightsabers were first created, the Jedi did not create their own at the at the beginning. 
um, they wouldn't have. They would have had Smiths do that. And he points out that he augmented the, uh, you know, made made changes to the kyber crystals to make them do that. Yeah. So but, uh, he, the thing is, he physically had to change the change them in order to make sure that they would change to the color of whoever used them to do that. So I was like, okay, I can. As soon as he said that, I was like, I can, I can get around that. I'm fine with it. I think that's a cool idea. Let's 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 go with that. The the reality of it would be that when they find a kyber crystals, kyber crystals call out to whoever their user is going to be. It's based off of their attunement to the force. Yep. Uh, and that's what change. That's that's what creates the color of their lightsaber. Um, but the cool thing whenever to this, me is is that. It's not canon. That's the best part about all of it. I feel. Well, that's the thing is a lot of a lot of it's, places are trying to say that it actually will be canon. Like, I, hope like, uh, I hope not. I hope not because no. I think it's better that it's not I, canon. Yeah, I prefer I prefer them not being canon. I prefer it's the idea of these are just what ifs and they're fun. Yep. And though I there are some of those that I would love to see explored yes a little bit <laughs> I, was just say, I, would, I would not mind in. seeing alternate star wars universes oh absolutely uh, explored but not everything has to be canon i mean they could do a whole thing with it no and, and that's and the that's thing is I'm like okay that's that's why le- that's why legends can exist that's why i don't understand why disney completely abandoned them like why why not show those stories off well the funny thing is it's like they completely abandoned them but yet they keep taking shit from them absolutely so what are you gonna like like, all right and the only reason they do that is because they were better stories (laughs) (laughs) but no no because i messaged you about that and we had a a pretty long discussion about um i'm okay with things being different like if it breaks the rules if you can give me a good reason why yeah like with the uh the crystals in the ninth jedi they explained oh the smith augmented them i was like oh cool okay yeah, you you say no more. <laughs> yeah, we're good. You've given me a reason. I buy it. Yeah. What are you gonna say, you, Miles? I was just gonna say. I guess it's a slight spoiler. Uh, I laughed my fucking ass off at the R two unit having the Huacha smart rocket launcher. Fucking amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. <laughs> the other one I laughed at was uh, uh, the Village Bride, uh, the fourth episode. Yeah. The other one I couldn't remember the name of. When uh, the sniper runs out of ammo and chucks his helmet, his helmet is actually just a <laughs> missile. Yeah, I was like, dude, when he threw it, I was laughing my ass off because they they the the great part is they they stay consistent with the fact that the droids were always dumb and they were intentionally stupid. Like they were intentionally stupid listeners because Darth Sidious had no intention of letting the Separatists win. <laughs> In reality, that's why they were dumb. So he he wanted them kind of stupid. He wanted them dumb, not to question orders and to do whatever they were. But them watching that helmet come in, they're like, wow, that was a good throw. <laughs> like, like watching this thing come in, I'm like, they're just going to watch it literally fall. Like they're just going to watch it land wherever it's going to land. They're not going to do anything about it because they have no idea what the fuck it is. And like, I was, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Then when it like jetted off, I was like, holy shit, that's a fucking missile. Dude. Like he's been carrying a missile on his head the entire time. <laughs> I, I immediately messaged Vargo and said, I love how that guy has been casually wearing a missile this entire time. Yeah. It's just like, wow, that's great. I don't know if I could walk around town just wearing a bomb on my head. Like that. <laughs> if you're going to go out, might as well. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, was, that's uh, that's the other episode I could see being canon. Yeah. 
I really hope they don't do any of them as canon. Or like, wow, that's a first coming from Loach. Yeah, I I enjoyed them for like, what they were. The guy who is ready to who is ready to accept Unleashed as canon <laughs> for the longest fucking time is telling us he doesn't hope these are. I don't because they were fun. <laughs> they weren't. I just don't need them to be canon. Here's the thing: I don't necessarily need them to be confirmed as canon. I don't necessarily need They'll them confirm to be put it. into. They're, they're gonna do it. I, yeah, They'll find a I, way. I don't. Ne- I don't necessarily need them to place place them into a point in the universe. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's what they're gonna try to do. And I hope they don't yeah. do that. Like the like I like I'm with Miles. I wouldn't mind seeing these be more like hour long movies or something like that. You know, the duels. See how. Yeah, fully explore that. Like, like yeah. fully explore what what can happen in those universes. Yeah. Absolutely. Why? That was, why did the guy in the duel become the wanderer? What was he like before? Yeah. You know, and that, everything. So. That was pretty much my only complaint. Was there was they were trying to cram a lot of story into fuck yeah they were oh yeah that's why you, that's why you end up with the well this person's just Ray. Yeah. scenarios where they don't have any training they're just instantly awesome right yeah and then you get the editor from the original star wars movie bitching about the new, the sequel movies and the prequels in a book yeah <laughs> later on down the road but yeah that's a whole nother they, story they just don't get star wars yeah yeah we knew we this know. but uh neither did your husband for the prequels so <laughs> she called him out on that too she said that she was crying yeah. at episode one because of how bad it was I was like, God damn, yeah. I knew it was bad, but come on. I mean, it's not great I, by any Here's threat. the thing. I get it. If you if you had a huge, if you had won a huge, a huge uh, investment into it on the original. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that much of an investment, like watching somebody go through and pretty much destroy what you helped create. Yeah, no, absolutely. I get that. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I get it 100 percent. But yeah. like I said, that's why I don't want these turned into canon. Like, I don't need a time and place. They were just cool stories. Explore yeah, I mean, it, as far as I'm concerned, Disney and I will tell you this, as far as I'm concerned, if you guys want to go back and just say, you know, what, the only thing that's canon is the original trilogy. I think I'm fine with that. Or, yeah, if you want to go with the original saga, <laughs> I'm OK. Sure. With that. OK, well, no, not even not even the saga, just the original trilogy. Just let's get rid. Let's lop off the, the prequels. Let's redo that shit. Let's lock off gonna the sequels and redo that shit. I'm fine with that. Let's do it. Not gonna redo we, re- we reboot everything else in Hollywood. Why not? I'm OK with one exception. Keep the duel on Mustafar. Well, and then, okay. and keep the duel at the <laughs> in Phantom Menace. <laughs> I, I, if I'm only picking one, I'd rather them keep the duel on Mustafar. That fight was way. I'll too give cool you a deal: keep the duel in the Phantom Menace. To kill off Anakin Skywalker. Okay, done. <laughs> if anything, Darth Vader never really needed. I didn't need to know his origin story. Honestly, I'm always, I was okay not knowing. <laughs> But I mean, whatever. Well, I make Anakin a, 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 a like re re edit the Phantom Menace, remove all of the little kid and all that stuff, and turn Anakin into a Padawan. Yeah, just start at episode under two. Kenobi. Yep, that's how it should have. That's how it should have always been. Bring in bring in Qui Gon. You can bring in Qui Gon, but bring in Qui Gon is like the uh, Jedi Master that shows up to try and help them deal with the Sith. Or the one that real and that's what or they're trying to hold him. back, you know, then show how they're really trying to hold back Anakin by yeah. keeping him from flipping. Like you could have took that story way better. Yeah, like they're like it's it's really sad when you talk to the fan base and the fan base has better ideas than anything <laughs> that they could have come up right. with. Right. And 
the and listeners, we've talked about this before, but it all came down to the fact that the only reason the fan, the only reason the the prequels were so badly received and badly written was because Lucas was was having a literal writer's block and refused to go to anyone else as a creator. Yeah, it didn't matter the fact that he didn't he didn't, listeners it like it may shock you, but he did not write the stories for Empire and Return of the Jedi. He didn't even direct them. He basically helped co-write them and and bounced ideas back and forth with the writers. That's how that worked. So why he decided that he solely had to bring bring about the prequels is ridiculous. Like I don't know what I don't know what the man was thinking. Like at that point, it was basically just your own his own hubris. Yeah, but this also brings up a really big question too that was brought up by that's where Disney's at. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is I forgot who brought this up. Ah, oh, god damn it! I would I gotta find it again. Um, but it was brought up um after that book that book with um his ex wife who was the editor of the original trilogy. Yeah, it was brought up. Does is Star Wars meant to be a special type of event? Like it shouldn't be like how Marvel is, where there's a movie every year. Should it be like cool? We'll see in ten years. You you'll get a new trilogy. Should it be those type of movies or should it be something like Marvel? You know, does it have to focus? Did they have to focus on every, did, did the entire saga really have to focus on the Skywalkers? Yeah, exactly. But it's also could, but what I'm could saying. The prequel is that, trilogy have been. Could the prequel trilogy have been the old Republic? Sure. Just setting up the universe. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a lot yeah. of different things, but like the biggest focus is like, does Star Wars really need to be, have an annual type of release? Do we need do we need this much Star Wars, you know, material like besides just like, you know, the Mandalorian and. Oh, you and I have talked about this for years. Yeah. Like Star Wars, Star Wars should have moved into the Star Trek. It's a TV show aspect decades ago. I I always thought they should have been, you know, it should have been, they should have been exploring that universe. Oh yeah. For more than just, for more than just Jedi. For for the longest fucking time, and it took them way too long to get there. And when they finally did, they still had to throw Jedi in there. Yeah, like I like it's 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 like Disney can't control themselves. They they had this like when they took over the when they took over making the the sequel trilogy, they using their own hubris decided, oh well, everything else is just legends now. Like because they couldn't get over themselves. They had to make sure that they knew that they had full creative control. So nothing else existed prior to this. Like why? Well, because they have to throw their dick on the table. Yeah. And that's why the same reason, same reason why Lucas had to make sure that he, he was the only writer for the prequels. Why, why are you the only writer? Why were you the only creative that could have done this? Clearly you, you, you shouldn't have been because they're terribly written. The dialogue is laughable and too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the dialogue's not great. The romance between Anakin and fucking it's Padme is fuck. painful to watch. What are, you, what are you talking about, man? I totally relate with that. I also hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> like that, it gets that everywhere. whole romance is just terrible. It it it's like it, it's it awkward. It's like, watches it's, it's, like it's, reading bad fan fiction. Yeah, it's a really awkward like in inca- the funny thing is, is like it, it it has this like bit of flirtiness, and then it goes to that one scene where they're in the uh, whatever some room with a fireplace, and it's just weird. <laughs> like, oh, dude, it comes off as so, so fucking awkward. It's so awkward and just so like, oh, it's like, 
there's a there's a clip of hating christensen talking about that whole scene and how uncomfortable he and uh natalie portman were it's trying to do that really weird and and him basically trying to ask like can we change some of the dialogue like literally asking this and like being told nope this is it and he's just like he's reading the lines he's like this is just not good yeah it's just it's really poorly poorly done like honestly, the best. Anyways. the best one is the third movie, but you know, in the prequels. Yeah. Um. But no, I hope they don't make them canon. I thought Star Wars Visions was a great breath of breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, breath of fresh ass. Breath breath of fresh ass. Whatever. It was a. It was a <laughs> giant peach. Sorry. I, it was I a have, giant. I need a giant peach. I need to get vaccinated. It was a giant peach of a movie. I'm sorry. Apple apple, <laughs> apple bottom jean. Apple bottom. <laughs> James and the apple bottom <laughs> jeans. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just yeah. I really enjoyed them. I hope they explore some of the stories more, but yeah. don't make them canon. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't. I don't know how that works because I pointed out in the duel right away. I'm like, well, this couldn't take place anywhere in the canon because the helmets they're wearing were literally from the Empire and then the New Order. Yeah, I saw that. And then some of them had some of them had clone trooper helmets. I'm like, Jesus Christ! You literally have people wearing three fucking generations of armor. Like so, w- this take this takes place way after Ray. So where the fuck did these new Sith come from? If the Sith were suddenly were supposedly destroyed at the end of uh, at the end of a Skywalker saga. Yeah, it was really, okay. but they were really cool stories. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so so that's why I was like, that's why I was like, there, there's no way that could be canon. You'd have to make so many fucking changes in order to make that possible. That I was like, well, I'm fine with it not being canon. I'm fine with it not being placed within the timeline and just saying, yeah, what if this happened? I, I do. What if this took place? I think the only one that could really be easily put in the canon would be Lop. Um, uh, the Elder is easily placed in canon that can that can take place even back when back before, uh, you know, yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Lop and Ocho can take or could take place within the timeline that could that could take place within oh, uh, that's anywhere, anywhere within the timeline, yeah. really. Uh, for as long, so long as the empire has been the been, rise of the know, empire existence. Yeah. Well, not only that, but you know, depending on how much of the, uh, the books you've read, there are planets that aren't as technologically advanced as the rest of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the empire will just kind of roll up and be like, Hey, you're part of the empire now. Yeah, congratulations. You're conscripted. Yeah. There it is. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a few there's a few here and there that could take place within the timeline that you're like, all right, well, this could be canon easily placed within that universe, but you don't necessarily need them to be like, all right, well, this is heavily influenced on this this directly correlates with rebels. This directly correlates like not everything needs to tie into Anakin and Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. I I'm okay with it being its own thing. <laughs> completely separate from everything else. (laughs) I don't need to know that this event led to Luke being able to get a uh, X-Wing. And, uh, you know, speaking of of ships, um, if you're going to put ships into a Star Wars anything, make sure that they can do exactly what they can do because having them take a, uh, what is what is basically just a fucking glider uh, into space is mind shatteringly breaking for me. <laughs> Never mind the, uh, the Jedi droid. 
Yeah. The, uh, that, that's a TOB one. Um, that, that episode, uh, that's the one with Dr. Light and Mega Man. Um, <laughs> when, when he gets in that ship at the end, I was like the fuck. And he takes that into space. Lost my mind. Like that thing can let that thing can fly maybe a thousand feet in the air. You tell me he, he converted it enough to go into fucking space. You know, I, I feel like his, uh, you know, Dr. Light should have smacked him more, but not right. having arms kind of. It's a way of that. <laughs> I, I did think it was funny. I didn't see that you guys were talking about it earlier in the day. Yeah. So when I watched this episode, I immediately messaged you and said, who spelled Mega Man in my Star Wars? Right. Yeah, that was uh, that was easily my least favorite episode. No, that that episode was infuriating. Um, it's like the, strapping a rocket engine to a Cessna and taking it into space. That'll yeah. work. But but you know the rest of it was a lot of fun. I, I had a good time with most of it. Uh, there are some episodes that I put lower on the you know lower on the stacks, obviously. Um, but for the most part, I had a good time. And listeners, I highly recommend watching it if you get a chance. Yeah, just uh, skip Tob One. Yeah, you can skip the second one, too, if you don't like it. But I liked it. It, it I fun. didn't really like it, but it was all right. Like, by the time I got done with it, I was like, eh, I'm not mad. Yeah, but art style is chibi. Great. Yeah, but <laughs> and I think that throws a lot of people off. I think the only part I didn't like was when uh, when the kid runs out with his lightsaber to try and fight Boba Fett and then yeah. he goes to turn it on. Why didn't Boba Fett just fry the kid right there? Oh, oh you wanted this? All right. Well, we've shown we've shown uh, he's not always a dick. He can be, but he's not. We've we've shown that in the Mandalorian. He asks the kid, "Do you really want to do this?" And he hits the lightsaber, and it tur- it doesn't turn on. So him is no threat, and he's like, "Well, he's not going to do anything. Yeah, I'm going to fucking leave." It, wouldn't he still have taken him up on the uh, outstanding bounty for any Jedi? <laughs> prove these not prove these Jedi. Just because you have a lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi. Fair enough. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> that, all right. Look at Anakin. I retract this statement. <laughs> I, I, do, I do want one scene where somebody picks up a lightsaber untrained and immediately cuts their leg off. Well, that would... Oh, okay. <laughs> See, you had it. Okay, you goes had to it. turn it on. You, light, the the, wait, hold the on, saber no. goes the wrong end and, and goes straight through him. Yeah. See, you had, oh. you had it until you said cut his leg off. And I was like, well, we did have that. That was called the sequel trilogy. <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, somebody completely untrained because, you know, they always tell you, oh, you know, these things are very dangerous if you're not trained. And then we have like Han Solo cutting open the Tauntaun and everything like I want somebody to just, you know, because the blade doesn't have any weight. So you don't realize where you're pointing. Yeah. It. And uh, they just open the time business like, end of it uh, at them. You don't realize where you're pointing it. Have you never used a flashlight? Sorry for our <laughs> British listeners. Torch. <laughs> I just think it would be funny to have somebody immediately cut their own leg off. Like seriously like, though, like think about that. A lightsaber, like a lightsaber works exactly like a flashlight. Yeah. It where whichever end you point at, that's where it's coming out. So when you use a flashlight, do you point at your fucking face? Sometimes. Luke Skywalker <laughs> sure as fuck did. <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> it's incredibly like, dangerous. So immediately looks down. Me, the barrel. Immediately looks down the barrel. Like, <laughs> right now, I'm just envisioning. A boot camp scenario like Starship Troopers, but with Jedi. <laughs> That's fair. Medic! 
I don't know. I... <laughs> Welcome to boot camp. Show me your laser face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's all we have time for listeners. Thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. We had a good time on this one. Tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Miles. This is slow to keep on geeking on. And we are out. By the way, did I tell you guys how excited I am for season four of Stranger Things and Cobra Kai? Let's <laughs> <laughs> stay in there. Please tell me you have that recorded. I, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs>